This episode of Off My Shelf contains coarse language and adult conversation. Listener discretion is advised. Hello, my name is Tracy James and welcome to Off My Shelf, a podcast about movies that are, well, off my shelf, where we go through my DVDs and talk about the movies in my collection. In this episode, Sean Archer joins me in discussing the perplexing Godzilla from 1998 and The Golden Child. Welcome! I would say perplexing Golden Child, too. <laughs> As well? Both of them? Yes. Okay. It blew my mind, this movie. Um, I have to admit, I have not taken this many notes in a very long time. Yeah. And both of these movies, every three seconds, I was just like, this what? Writing it's a what? Yeah. Okay. And then I was like, so I've been staying at my mom's. And so she's like, oh, I'll sit and watch it with you. Bad decision. And every two seconds, I would be turning around, flailing my arms at her. Like, what the hell? It's, <laughs> it's fine. This it's was the fine. first time I've actually taken notes. And yeah, um, it's just because I, I started, I watched Godzilla first. And I'm like, okay, I, I'm going to forget some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I, I, yeah. And then Golden Child, I have so many notes. okay uh so i'm glad to say we like recorded like we both viewed these in the same order which is great i kind of wish i waited until like yesterday to watch them because i watched them all the way on monday which we're recording on a friday so Mm -hmm. a whole like four days ago and now i'm just like i'm thinking to myself like i must have forgotten something i must have forgotten something right now because Every second of that movie is why, 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 what? Yes, Godzilla. Um, and Golden Child at least has some parts where you're just like, oh, okay, oh, uh, sure. Yeah. Oh, that's kind of funny. Oh, they're fighting, yay! But there's still also a lot of parts where you're just like, wait, what? Okay, sure, what else? I, uh, I was very not confused, I was just like, shh. Really surprised at some of the stuff in Golden Child. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of that stuff you are not getting away with right now. So, <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, I think we are very into talking about these two movies. So let's yeah. just get started. I guess we're going to start one with first. Go- we're going to start with Godzilla. <laughs> okay. We're just, we're just going to do it. Um, the uh, Roland Emmerich uh, quote unquote masterpiece from 1998 mm. starring <laughs> Matthew Broderick. Oh my God. <laughs> Um, I am like, I want to disclaim this because I don't remember buying this, but I wouldn't put it against myself to buy this, Mm -hmm. but there are quite a few movies in my collection, which are technically hand-me-downs from my brother because he bought a couple and he was like, here, have them, whatever. And I was like, okay, whatever. I'll just add them to, to whatever. And after watching this, I am, uh, surprised i said a yes and b kept it well so, you, love, you love monster movies as much as i do and I do. did you like i remember seeing this in theaters when it came, came out and i was very excited mm-hmm. and i i think i remember leaving disappointed but i still kind of like parts of the movie yeah i remember being like what the hell like especially end of the movie being like what the hell but yeah. i don't remember it being like so horribly bad mm-hmm. like like there is there is bad movies and they're so bad it's good and then they're just like confusing question marks like of for like a two hour this is over two hours like two hours it, and, like, it's two hours and 20 minutes. minutes yeah 
Yeah, like the whole movie is a giant question mark to me. Like, who said any of this was good? Who okayed mm-hmm. this? Who was just like, yeah, sure, put it out there? Because my God, people, take the hits after you see the cut of this movie. Take the hit and just just burn it. Just yeah. let it die. <laughs> um, I, I will admit, I kind of enjoyed the first 30 or 40 minutes of the movie. Before you see Godzilla, like before the fish trap where it steps out from behind a building and it looks like a dinosaur, looks nothing like Godzilla. I'm not nothing, but oh, the the design of it is awful. The design of it is horrible. Yes. But before you see it like head to toe, like when when it comes out of the water, kills that fisherman, Mm -hmm. starts stepping on trucks and stuff. I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. Like, like, like the first couple attacks of the boats, I was like, okay, like, you don't, you don't see much, but I'm enjoying this. Mm -hmm. Um, I did enjoy a, a lot of this stuff is practical. Like the, the, yes, the quite a bit of the stuff is or, practical. Or it's models, which I was like, yes, like it, it gave me Independence Day vibes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I must admit, like the parts that were practical actually aged really well. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, oh, that looks really cool. I can understand. I like I remember the trailer, like the part where like the Bigfoot just like steps down and you're like, oh, everybody's running. Like yeah. that part still looks great. The, uh, um, the scene where the guy is in the truck with his uh Walkman on, and then all of a sudden the, the truck's shaking, and it's because he's stuck on Godzilla's back or something. And then he like uh, he has to hang from the door, and he falls, yeah, and falls out. And mm-hmm. then you see the truck fall. I was like, this is really cool. Like, yeah, I I, I forgot about this stuff. Mm-hmm. I, um, yeah, but then, they yeah. spent they spent good money on this movie. Oh, Roland Emmerich um, movies have huge budgets. Like yeah, two hundred fifty, two hundred million dollars. And apparently, it's clear to say money doesn't make it good. I'm no, just gonna I'm just gonna say that the movie's not funny. Um, everything after Godzilla, like not everything, but most things after you see him head to toe, I did not enjoy. Nope. Every Madison Square Garden is like um, half an hour long. That shit's awful. <laughs> the little di- di- uh, baby so bad. <laughs> looks so bad. It's, oh, God. Everything about the movie is horrible. <laughs> I'm actually surprised you enjoyed the first half because like even from the opening credits when they had like the found footage, but for some reason there's like found footage of the lizards in their <laughs> and, and their uh, and yeah. their eggs and you're just like, wait, who's who's filming this part? Like what is yeah. is this just taken from like a like a nature documentary is is uh, like is Attenborough going to like step in and be like and we see the lizards trying to cover their eggs yeah. but the atomic explosion in the background confuses them <laughs> what are you what are you doing with this like yeah. it's crazy but like eventually like I, like the first uh, the the fishing boat they attack for the I guess the Chinese fishing back yeah that was well, kind of cool mm-hmm. and, and then you actually see the boat wash up on shore and it's an actual boat they they put a claw mark in Mm-hmm. Like, okay, this is kind of neat. Like, because now that would be CGI. Yeah. Um, like, well, that's the thing about it. Like, they tried their best to use as little CGI as possible. That was clear. And I think, I mean, helped is a strong word, but I think it may have helped a little bit um, if everything around it wasn't so bad. <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. Like, most Godzilla movies, I don't care about the people. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, this one especially, like, no one's interesting. I don't. Matthew Broderick is so boring in this movie. Um, like his longtime his 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 lover from college screws him over, and he he's supposed to be angry. He's not. Like he doesn't show any anger. He he's so wooden in this movie. Nope. 
I mean, I think I, I, I think I have notes of that as well. I'm like, I put down, she's a horrible person. She's guilting him because he's mad because she randomly left him eight years ago. I would still be pissed. And she yeah. is just doing that for her job. Like, I actually wrote all of these lines verbatim I just read to you because yeah. I had enough time to write that before something else happened. Yeah, th- like, he forgives her at the end of the movie because she does a news report and clears his name or something. But no, leaving him in university and, and then their college and then screwing him over <laughs> just to get ahead in her job. Mm-hmm. Unforgivable. Yeah, but she's also not that great. She's not very smart. She's not that attractive. And she's kind of a bitch. <laughs> oh, I, I never got the bitch vibe. Like her friend, her friend, uh, I think is there girlfriend. No, her friend made more sense than she does. <laughs> it's like she's she's. Like, Audrey is the kind of person who's just like, what are you talking about? I'm sweet and nice as they stab you in the back, you know? (laughs) No, I was told I needed to stand up for myself. So I pushed him in front of a bus. Like, no, that's that's not how that's supposed to work. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. You know, and so like, like, I understand what they were trying to do, sort of, but they did it horribly wrong. Yeah, so many missteps in this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like how Godzilla looks for one. I got a lot of um, Jurassic Park vibes in this movie. Like, like they were they were trying to make dinosaurs, like uh, especially with the little Godzillas. Yes, the head, the the the, the puppet head, kind of like poking out of the egg. Yes, it was very um, like that whole sequence. Like, there's especially a part with like the doors where they learn to use the handles and yeah. open it. I'm like, you're not Velociraptors, guys. Yeah, I thought there was a lot of Jurassic Park. I don't know why you want to change the. Is it Togo? How, how do you say the Japanese company that makes Godzilla? Oh, I have no idea. I'm sorry. Toho? I think. Sorry, it's Toho. T O H O. Yeah. yeah. It, it, no, no. The, that's the iconic Godzilla we know and love. Mm-hmm. Even the newer ones, he's not that different from that Godzilla. And and I don't, and this one, he's just too much like a dino. Well, it's T Rex. Like even the arms and. Yeah, everything it, about it is just. It's a bad. big misstep. It doesn't look good. Yeah. Well, I think, too, because they were like most of the other movies, it's like Godzilla was awakened by nuclear war, you know, whereas this is like, no, Godzilla is just a radiated lizard. And who got really like, big. Who got really big. That's it. And wants to lay its eggs in New York City or Manhattan for some reason. For some reason, which makes no sense. He, it, he literally like swam like halfway around the world through yep. a channel in in Central America yeah, the- and came around a circle to just go to New York for no reason. There's so many cities on the west coast of the states you could have picked. Uh, Asia, all of Asia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bigger cities in New York. Even. I, yeah. I don't know why you go that far. And places that would have like craters and basins that it could just sit in instead of a stadium for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. He really wanted to lay, lay or here. I don't know, he or she, whatever. Um, you really want well, it, really wanted to lay its eggs in Madison Square Garden. Well, one of the things that kind of bothered me about the movie is the fact that they kept saying they're like, it's asexual, it reproduces asexually. But every time they talked about it, it was like, he does this and he does that and he does whatever. I'm like, it's not a he, it's an it because it re- or it's a them, whichever pronoun I think it would accept would not be a he, is all I'm saying. <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah, I, I noticed that as well. I found that very frustrating. <laughs> no, um, most of the movie's frustrating. 
<laughs> oh my god, so much of that movie is frustrating. I, 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 I need to complain about Netflix really quickly. Um, when Go I started right the movie, it, it said, you're a 75% match for this movie. I've seen like the Godzilla cartoons on Netflix. I've watched like every monster movie on Netflix that comes on. It should have been 100%, damn it. <laughs> now it I'm worried been, about, it should have been I'm worried about Netflix algorithm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what am I missing? They're, if they're getting that so wrong. Like, it's only There's, 25%, but... Yeah, maybe there's like a secret like monster level that you haven't made through yet. I, and you're just they're just like, no, he's he's not bothering with all these monster things. Yeah. I don't I don't get it. it, it maybe Netflix knows this movie's so bad and Godzilla fans don't like it. I, yeah. Oh, maybe they're like, um, oh no, he's a, a quality monster film watcher. <laughs> this is not something up his alley. <laughs> oh, he likes Rampage, the rock movie. <laughs> Which is a great monster. That's a great monster movie. It's a great monster movie. Like it's everything monster movie fans want. <laughs> <laughs> like the the thing that makes a monster movie good, I find, is when the people in the movie have the same reaction you do. Mm-hmm. And that's what Rampage does, right? You got big monsters, they destroy stuff, and everybody in the movie is just like, what the fuck? What the hell? Did you see the thing? Like- Why is that wolf flying? <laughs> Why is a giant wolf monster flying? Exactly. And, and in Godzilla, the reporters are they're, they're all in Jersey, I think. And they're going to a bar. Like there's this, there's this giant dinosaur like 10 miles away. And everyone's like acting like everything's normal. There's still people that I, I just, no one's taking this seriously. <laughs> a nope. monster's destroying a city, which you could easily come yeah. and destroy Jersey too. Well, honestly, that was one of the things that um, confused me the most about the movie, because if you've been to New York and if you know native New Yorkers, they don't leave for shit. Okay, (laughs) like, what do you mean I have to go? I don't care if there's a lizard. He's not bothering me. That's what would happen. They cleared up that city in like an hour. That's impossible. I hate when monster movies do that. I remember Pacific Rim 2, the final battles in Tokyo, and you hear over the radio before the battle starts. Uh, we've cleared the city. There's no one. There's, there's no one in the city. Like it, it, they're just doing that to minimize the civilian deaths, mm-hmm. so you don't feel bad when uh, the robot but, throws a kaiju into a building. But it, that's impossible to evacuate Tokyo in ten. It was eight or ten hours. God. That is literally yeah. impossible. You can't move thirty million people that quickly. Oh. Okay? <laughs> Unless everybody has their own helicopter that takes off completely vertically and carries yeah. like 30 people each. Like, yeah. it's, it's completely impossible. It's impossible. <laughs> yeah. When that happened, they're like, oh, the city's clear. And I'm like, it is? How, what? I thought you gave that instruction like 20 minutes ago. Yeah. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> nobody fought you? Nobody was just like, get, get out of here. You know, yeah. like, what? I mean, this movie takes place over one night, right? I think he, he comes to land like around dinner time, and like it's it's hard to get. It's dusk, I think. No, I or, think it's like three days. Is it really? Because they never sleep. They don't, but there is a clear like day night, day night, day night. Sorry, what I'm what I mean is like when when he first makes landfall in New York City. Mm-hmm. Is it three days really? No, when he first makes landfall in New York, I, I think, think that's just one. That's one day or evening. Yeah, by the time he sees Godzilla, that's one day. Yeah, so that's impossible to clear a city out yeah. that quickly. Yeah. With, with no preparation. Yeah, because I think, like, once he hits landfall, it's three days to the end of the movie. Okay. That's what I think. Um, yeah, they're not very clear on a lot of timelines in this as no, well, which is a little no, frustrating. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. that reminds me of my other question. What was with all the rain? You know what? I, I, I thought of that too. Uh, it, it gave me a lot of uh, Day After Tomorrow vibes. You remember yeah. that movie? Yeah, I'm, I remember. Because uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's in New York and there's going to be a giant tidal wave, but, but it's raining constantly. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I think Roland Emmerich likes to do that. Well, that one, at least it was a weather phenomenon and like there was a purpose to it. Like there was mm-hmm. a reason for it. Yeah. Whereas this movie, I kept like I kept turning to my mom being like, why is it raining? Why is there so much rain? It's New York. They're not in like they're not in the middle of a tsunami. They're not in London. They're not in like the rainforest. And like it's not like sprinkling rain. It's not, it's not like you know, light mists or anything. It is torrential rain the whole time. I think that's something they should have been looking into as well while they were there. They should have been like, why is it raining? Um, I I watched the movie with my wife and she she brought out that point. Like, this must have sucked for the actors because they were constantly wet drenched yeah drenched and so that must have been this must have been an awful filming experience Mm -hmm. i wouldn't be surprised yeah Yeah. well because even um like when you first meet matthew broderick's character in chernobyl it's chernobyl right for no reason as he's studying the earthworms yes that are 17 percent bigger than usual so he's the only person in the world to bring in on this yeah (laughs) Like, there isn't, like, a guy down the street, you know, who's like, hey, nuclear stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, come on. Um, but, like, it's pouring rain there. And mm-hmm. I think his stop right after that, it's not raining because they're in Jamaica. and it, But it's slightly overcast. It's not like a sunny day. Wait, was it Jamaica? Yeah. Oh, I thought they were in the Pacific. No, one of, one of the stops they make is Jamaica. I remember that because I'm like, oh, look, there's three black people in this movie was my first thought. That, that's uh, the very few black people in this movie. This movie, <laughs> this movie. It's one of my notes. This movie's super white. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody like extras, like the main cast. Yeah. Everybody. There's a submarine captain. And I think there was another person in the military. And that's it. And then the rest yeah. of the movie's white. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's one of the guys in the helicopters, black guy. Yeah. 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 Um, but um, but that scene, there's no rain. But every other scene in this movie, it is yeah. raining, or like the set is like wet because it just rained. Because like there's even that one part where it's not raining, and he goes into his store and he walks back out, and then it's pouring rain again. And mm-hmm. I'm just like, why is it rain? Like I, like I don't know oh. why it frustrated me so much, but I was like, why is it raining? So is that the store he goes to buy the pregnancy test? Yes. So uh, yet again, so monsters attack in the city, and this little this little pharmacy is open, even though two blocks away, <laughs> dinosaurs ripping down buildings. <laughs> yeah, oh, and, and also he puts this goo that he finds one of the attacks into the pregnancy test, <laughs> and this somehow works. <laughs> well, I think remember he asked for like three specific ones that look for certain things, and the pharmacist was like. Sure. And then she he just hands him all of the pregnancy tests and he's like, yeah. I'll take it. <laughs> okay. I mean, how do you explain that expense report to the military? Like oh, and, and what do the other scientists do in the movie? The, the curly redhead and the guy who never talks? What are they there for? That is a really good question. They do absolutely nothing except that they kiss at the end. Yep. They kiss each other and and she's just like oh no what have i done and he's just like yay yeah and that's probably his only line i I don't remember him speaking before that 
I think he's probably said like the earthworm guy at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean an earthworm. Um, but that's what it, yeah. I don't know. Like, I really, I really don't know. And then you have like Hank Azarian there being mm-hmm. a New Yorker. I don't, I don't know what that is. Like, I, I mean, but at that point in time, he's making some good Simpsons money already. Mm-hmm. Why did he do this movie? <laughs> is this the last time he did a movie? Like, I don't, I don't remember seeing him in anything else. No, he did like Mystery Men and Along Came Polly. Okay. That's right. Um, and uh he's done he's done a bit i don't think i've seen many of his stuff but i find like a lot of his roles he hasn't taken like a lot of lead roles it was always it's like part roles or character roles that kind of Mm -hmm. thing that i remember like after he started the simpsons because even like um the woman who does marge's voice she's a great actress but she just she's just like why would I do anything else? I'm making all the money I want and I don't have to be on set and I don't have to be in front of a camera. Yeah. Whatever. Don't they make a million dollars an episode? Something like that. It's something like that. Yeah. Well, why? By this point, I think it, it, it might actually be more than that, but that's yeah. just me. Like Nancy Cartwright probably is making more than that for sure. Mm-hmm. And my God, he, his is, hers is the only name I know. Oh, well, like, uh, there's, not, there's another Simpsons, uh, uh, the, the, the mean reporter, uh, the news anchor that's um oh, uh, brock brock that's, that's harry Shear. he does he does homework right oh, no no that's don kent that's don kent's constant lotto oh wait is harry Shearer in simpsons am i mixing up oh my god uh we should know this tracy <laughs> <laughs> well this is my big problem with cartoons is that no matter how long i watch it it is mm-hmm. very unlikely i'm going to know any of the names yeah I, like i only know nancy cartwright because she's literally her and um hank azaria like they literally say their names all the time and i've seen yeah. hank azaria in stuff but most of the other people like uh dan castellanetta mm-hmm. he does homer um yeah. like he's never done as far as i know he's never done anything like on screen i, I don't even know what he looks like that's yeah i don't either now that i think about it yeah so harry harry does um a lot of the side characters like ned flanders and, uh mm-hmm. uh principal anyways it's been so long since i've watched simpsons <laughs> i'm really rusty Wait a second i do kind of recognize that guy yeah so there's two simpson voice actors in the- yeah and um wait harry Sharer is in yeah, he does a lot of he does a lot of side characters. Oh, him! Yes, he plays the yeah. Okay. I was so sure he was going to get eaten or stomped on. Yeah, Sorry. and I was completely wrong. <laughs> I just want to say when you said um, the guy who does the voice of the reporter, I thought you meant the reporter in The Simpsons. I didn't think the reporter oh. in Godzilla. Oh my bad. Yeah. So sorry. He's more of a newscaster. Yes. The one the <laughs> one who steals uh, Aub- Aubrey's story. Yeah, he plays such a dick. I was like, oh, he's so going to die. I, I remember he gets, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And another thing in this movie, since we're talking about like tangents, there's a few people, was it? No, sorry. It's the next movie. It's in Golden Child. There's a few people from Big Trouble in Little China in that movie. Hmm. Never mind. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, oh, what were you going to say? I, I, ca- I caught you off just now. Well, um, I, I thought you are going to bring up some side characters from this movie. Um, did you notice in the first boat attack? So I guess it's like the Chinese fishing vessel. The guy eating the noodles? I can't remember his noodles. You see, you see him for like two or three seconds, and it's the guy from the raid, one of the bad guys. 
I just have written down that guy eating noodles looks familiar. Oh, okay. And so obviously I, didn't know. I did not. I don't think he was. Uh, I don't think he was eating noodles, but it was like, do you remember you've seen the Raid Redemption, right? The second movie? Well, I saw No, no, no. Like, so, sorry. It's called, the first one's called The Raid, but they added the redemption title. Oh, yeah. No, I've seen the first movie. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the guy that, that fights the two brothers and then they have to kill him with like, they break a light and like cut his neck. So he's, he's on the boat in the opening scene. He's he's also been he was in like Star Wars Force Awakens. He's been in a bunch of like like he was in a small role in that. Uh, he's in a lot of ninja kung fu stuff. Mm-hmm. Movies. I think we're talking about the same guy. I don't remember him eating noodles feeling, though. I have a feeling we're talking about the same guy. Oh, maybe he, he has long curly hair. He's he's kind of like kind of like bald like me, but he has like a long mullet. Yeah, that hair. guy. Yeah, oh, yeah, so yeah. I think yeah. the same one. Because what's happening is because remember he's in the mess and he's eating noodles or something. Mm-hmm. Am I thinking of the right guy? I don't know. I, I can't remember. Because there's, there's also a part, because uh, I think there's a part where they're like running, like the boat's being attacked and they're running and it stops and they yeah. show a close up of this guy's face. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. That guy. That's him. Right? That's him. Yeah. Okay. So maybe I'm thinking of the wrong guy. Maybe there's another guy I think was familiar. I, I got to see him at, um, when, I, when I saw the raid at, at Midnight Madness for Tiff. Mm-hmm. He is such a tiny, he's tall ish. Shorter than me, he's a very <laughs> tiny man, and I think it's funny that he's always the bad guy in action movies. <laughs> but he's he's a pretty good bad guy. Though. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I yeah. agree. And he could definitely kick my ass. I'm not saying that <laughs> just because he's shorter, <laughs> he would still round. He will kick take you down. you down. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Okay. But, uh, okay. I, I remember now. Yes, it is the same person because it yeah. starts off with him, and it's a quick flash of him and he's like eating noodles in like the mess or something. He's like a cook or something. Mm-hmm. And then they start running. And then you see that part when they all stop. Cause they all stop to like listen or whatever. Yeah, And, and he's the closest to the camera. Yeah. Yes. That's where I noticed. I didn't notice him in the mess. Hall. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, Oh, it's him. <laughs> Dude's, dude's name. I don't know. Because I thought I made a note that he was the guy in die hard. Um, you know the scene where they're coming in the front and everybody's setting up and some guy steals a chocolate bar? Uh, which Die Hard? The first one? The first Die Hard. Oh, I think you're mixing up actors. Yeah, I, I, I know who you're talking about in Die Hard. I think that's a different actor. Hmm. Okay. Because like, he would, cause that Die Hard's what, 80? 80 something. 80 something? 90. So that's 30 years ago. I, I don't know. This was only like 10 years after Die Hard. That's not that. Bad. Yeah, I know. But, but, but he's still doing. Unless I'm making the mistake. And it's the guy. It's not the guy from the raid. It's the guy from Die Hard. <laughs> Which is totally possible. <laughs> uh, now, the real question is, is can I find. Oh, found him. Okay. I was yeah, just like, find... can I find him? I'm going to find and him from the raid. Guess what? <laughs> what? Are you right? Die Hard. Damn it. Okay. But is he also in the raid? Hold on. I need to know. He is in Godzilla. It is him. And the raid. He is not in the raid. Damn it. Okay, I'm mixing that back. Okay, yeah. His name is Al (laughs) Leong. Okay. Um, Yeah. So I recognize him from the wrong movie. Uh, I was (laughs) right. Tracy Tracy Uh, 1, Sean 0. (laughs) And he, oh wait, and that's also a connection. He was in Big Trouble in China. That's right. 
He was the hatchet guy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's going full circle. Everything is great. <laughs> did you do Big uh, Trouble in Little China? I don't remember. I did. Yes. It was one okay. of the, the earlier yeah. episodes. Great movie. I, God, I love that movie. Like, that is how you do cheesy camp horror mm-hmm. correctly. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, despite it being like full of, a, there's quite a few stereotypes in it. It's not, the oh. stereotypes aren't used to make fun of the culture. They're kind of used to heighten the culture, if you understand mm-hmm. what I mean. Like, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that talk for the next movie, I think. Yeah, I think, well, yeah, that is very true. <laughs> All <laughs> very true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah. Anyway, so we've solved that problem. Yeah, you were right. I was wrong. Figured it out. <laughs> I'm not worthy. <laughs> no, you're not. Mm, yeah. So sad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that's sad he only got that little bit part like he didn't even say anything no he didn't but i think he's the same way in like die hard like he's just there and then he shows up and then he steals the chocolate bar well, he, he looks cool <laughs> he looks cool that's that's the thing right it's that yeah. it's that um handlebar mustache just kind of like works yeah 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 <laughs> um did you notice the the cisco and ebert stuff <laughs> The Cisco and Ebert stuff, no. <gasps> oh, okay. So the mayor and his assistant. That's supposed to be Cisco. The mayor's name's Mayor Ebert. And then so he's fat and is constantly eating chocolate bars. Yeah. And his assistant looks like Gene Siskel. Well, now that you say it, yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, it's because uh, they were always so mean to Roland Emmerich. I looked it up. Uh, they were always so mean to his movies. So they put, they put that. It's not really that funny, but they put that joke in the movie. Yeah, but he, they're not being mean to his movies. They're telling the truth about the movies, I would say. like well, I, I enjoy his movies. To, like They're stupid, but I enjoy them generally. Okay. To be honest, <laughs> to be honest, I know the name Roland Emmerich, but I cannot name So him. he's Independence Day. He's Day After Tomorrow. He is um, White oh. House Down. Uh, fuck. He, he usually does big blockbuster yeah, um, White House Down is definitely better than Olympus Has Fallen. Uh, I, I like I like it, I like Olympus Has Fallen better. Wait, is Olympus Has Fallen the one with Gerard Butler? Yeah, and, and then the one okay. Roland Emmerich directed is the one with um, uh, Jamie Fox and uh, oh, that one. No, that's Josh, the one that Josh, sucks. Josh Hartnett is it? Or? No, 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 no. It's um, um, Charming Potato, Channing Tatum. Yes. <laughs> what do you call him? <laughs> Charming Potato. <laughs> Okay, I gotta remember that. <laughs> I don't know. I read that nickname for him on a site, and since then, I have never yeah. like every time I try to remember him, I'm like charming potato first, and then I'm like right. Channing Tatum. I got yeah, it. Yeah, just Channing Tatum. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I like the Gerard Butler ones better. I do like. Yeah. I'm sorry. I made. I mixed up. I like the Gerard Butler one better. Yeah. The the other one is just. Oh, I think it's such nonsense. Like it's the so first, bad. Yeah. Like I think the the Olympus movies are rated R, and then the the one Roland Emmerich did is not, and. The, the violence in Olympus Fallen is really good. Yeah, but it's, the it's thing, fun. but the thing is too, it's not even just the violence level that's the that's the problem. Like the thing that makes it work, <clears throat> I think the thing that makes it works as well is that you actually like like the characters mm-hmm. and the sequence of events to like get to this like epic point of like things blowing up and whatever makes sense. Yeah. Whereas in Roland Emmerich movies, you're just like, okay, every everything's a climax. What am I focusing on? What is mm-hmm. 
What is what is actually going on? Who's that guy? Where did this person come from? I don't care about you. You're not interesting. Like it's yeah, it's that, a lot of it's a big yeah. problem with his movies. They really are. Like they're they're kind of really bad. Like the last movie he made was Midway, which is about the Battle of Midway in World War II. Mm-hmm. A battle I love to read about. And this movie sucks balls. It is so bad. <laughs> oh, oh God. God. It is like, I'm trying to think what, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, so the movies I do like his is 2012. I like The Day After Tomorrow. You like 2012? I do. Like, oh, it's, it, I love disaster movies. It, it's, it's stupid. No, I know it's a bad movie, no, no. but I love it. it no, but it's, <clears throat> it's like this level of bad movie, though. Like, <laughs> no. Like, yeah. I understand liking Day After Tomorrow, for example. Like, whenever it's on TV, it's one of those movies where I'm just like, I got to watch it. Like, There's some great stuff in that movie. It's great, Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! He directed Stargate. I didn't. Okay, know that. I liked Stargate. I will. I'll give you that one. You know what? I I, I never got into like I thought the movie oh. was okay, and then they made a show. And I'm like, I hate the show. I, the I don't, show is so bad. I yes. don't get. I don't know why people love it so much. Um, I also did like um, Universal Soldier, the first one. Oh yeah, yeah. I liked yeah. the first one. Yeah, yeah, that one is good. So, so he's he's made some good ones. But <laughs> oh, he's, they're making another Stargate. Okay, never mind. Apparently, yeah. So I don't know. <laughs> I think it's going to be, but I mean, as director, the listings here are 24 films, three are in post-production or announced. So 21 films. Mm -hmm. And I can name, let's see, one, two, three, four of his films I actually like, and I've seen at least 10 of them. Yeah. So Um, he's, 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 his batting average is pretty low right now. Yeah, the Patriots not very. I mean, I liked it when it came out, but it's so historically inaccurate. It now bugs me. <laughs> that, that's the Mel Gibson Revolutionary War movie. Yep, it has the and it's great got uh, uh, Heath Ledger in it. Yeah, but uh, Con- Constable Odo's in that movie. So <laughs> Renee yes. Abergenois. Abish- I know. I feel really I, I, bad that I can't. Renee French last name. name. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Star Trek. Yeah, sorry. Okay, I'm not hmm. gonna bring that up. It's fine. <laughs> Did you notice any Star Trek actors in uh in Godzilla? Did I notice any Star Trek? Actors? I, I I don't know why. I just thought of this now. I, I didn't think to look. <laughs> I actually didn't. I think I was so frustrated with this movie. I also did not think to look. Yeah. Um. I I did not look up anything to be honest. Yeah. I'm quickly looking at IMDb, and I don't. None of these ring a bell for Star Trek. So. Oh well. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I miss when you used to do the badge. <laughs> <laughs> Communicator? You only did it for like a couple episodes. I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> it's probably um, only for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um, hmm. uh, it's cheating. If I, 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 if I click on the, the, the actors and look through it, that's cheating. <laughs> is that cheating? Okay. I'm not yeah, it has to when you watch it and then... I'm just looking at the list of names right now. Yeah. And Uh, no idea. um, To be honest, I would not be surprised if Harry Shearer did something in Star Trek. Oh, maybe. Because there were those like random funny episodes. And the problem is, too, is because so many characters have like a lot of makeup on. Sometimes you're just like, I don't fucking know who that is. Like you just. You just leave it. Whenever James Cromwell appears, all like you know his voice. I know his voice so well. Mm. <laughs> like like when he's in, when he's not playing Zephyrin Cochran, and he's like when he's he plays a I can't what the race is called, but um they trade in in secrets and information. 
Oh um, yes, mm-hmm. they're they're great. And there's one, it was one where he takes War to uh, find his father on a planet. Yeah. And the second he talks, you're like, oh, that's him. That's him. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's also in the the like pilot episode of of Next Generation, right? Is he? Yeah. So you so wait, is, is it he- not? No, he, he's definitely no, no. he's in the first season or Sorry, second season. He's in the first season. Sorry, it's another planet that he's like the president of or whatever you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, I know the episode. And it's the looks, episode where the prisoner gets away. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. I love that. And, I love that episode. Uh, that's a great episode. Yeah, because they're like, you know, like they're enhanced warriors and yeah. they get like shuttled off and whatever. Um, you know what's really funny is that um, like thinking of that episode like years later I bought um, a George R. R. Martin anthology book and um, mm-hmm. it's just of his short fiction and one of his stories is about a world kind of like that mm-hmm. like it's 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 supposed to be Earth but like what they did was like they're at war in space with this other race and what they do is they train you and they give you all these drugs and you're super strong and you you've trained and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so like, you know, after you retire your term in space, they're supposed to let you go wherever you want to go. I know the short story. Yeah. And most, most of those soldiers picked like different planets and whatever, but this one soldier wanted to just go to earth. Like he's like, I've never been there. I've spent my whole life protecting it and you know, all these people. And I just want to go to what is supposed to be my home and to see what I saved. Mm-hmm. And so like, you know, through arguments and all this kind of like, you can't go home. You're not allowed to go there. Um, you know, like, you know, we've never sent a soldier home. We don't know what it's going to be like for you, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And then finally, they say, okay, we'll let you go. Fine. So he gets on this nice ship. He's got like, like the equivalent of his, like his gold watch, like equivalent, you know, like a token of appreciation. Yeah. Thank you, you know, for your service. Thank you for your service. Like he sat back. And he's like um, relaxing and he's eating snacks and stuff. And all of a sudden he feels like this pressure on his body. Mm-hmm. And like, what did they do? They sent it to like a sun or something like that to like crush him. And then like the gravity of the sun like crushes his body first. And then he gets burnt up. So mm-hmm. just to be like, you can't go back to <clears throat> earth, you know, um, like you did stuff for us, but we don't want you. Yeah, I've, I've never read that, but I think I've heard you talk about it before. Yeah. I didn't realize I, it was um uh Martin. Yeah, it's um he's got two anthology books called um Dream Songs. And to be honest, it's the only story in both of the books <laughs> I've read. And I like I really like his fantasy writing, mm-hmm. but his sci-fi writing, I was just like, this is boring as shit. He had a but it's a good they, concept. They adapted one of his sci-fi stories or short stories into a Netflix show. I can't even think of the name of it, but it was so bad. I hated it. I watched like two or three episodes. I'm like, no, it's not good. Wait, are you talking about Electric Dreams? No, no, no. That's um, Philip K. Dick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no. This was a Netflix um, came out maybe two or three years ago. I remember starting to watch it with my dad at home. Is it Sense Eight? Is Sense Eight? No, no, not not, not, not Sense Eight. Uh, I, I can look it up later, but I, it, it was a bad show. It, it was um, it, it's a spaceship leaving the solar the our solar system, and I think it's haunted. Or it picks up. A, it, it's not very good. It, I, I was like, "Ooh, it's going to be sci-fi horror." I'm gonna, I love that. I love sci-fi horror. Yeah. And yeah. this was not done. Well. 
not done well at all? Uh, not necessarily uh, Martin's fall. Like the, the story could have been great, but mm-hmm. the show was poorly executed. Yeah. Well, like I said, like I like despite the fact that I think the content of the story is really good. I just didn't like like, you know how sometimes you, you watch things or you watch things or you read things or, or whatever. And you're like, I like like this just meshes with you. You know, this did not mesh with me. I was like, most of the time I'm reading, I'm just like, oh, come on, just just get on with it. Just yeah. just whatever, you know. Um, but by the time I read, like I finished, I finished the story and I was like, huh, that's a cool concept. Yeah. So it's fine. It's okay. Yeah. I'll pick it up. But that technically day. should have been written before that Star Trek episode. So who stole it from who? Who knows? Wait, how long has he been writing? Uh, when did he start writing? Well, he started writing Game of Thrones in the mid 80s. Okay. Yeah. Because um, that, that, that episode of Star Trek is 89 or 90, I think. Yeah. Um, hmm. Oh, I didn't realize he was writing that long. I mean, I, I guess he's kind of, he's pretty old. Well, yeah, well, that's the thing, right? Um, well, he his first published novel was 1977. Wow, okay. And it's something called Dying of the Light. I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first book in The Song of Fire and Ice. And yeah, what year was that? Oh, that's actually 96. So that's not the book I was thinking of. Okay. Yeah, the first book is Game of Thrones, and it was published in 1996. Um, and to be honest, I started reading those books in like 2004, 2005, mm-hmm. right around where the fourth book came out. Then I waited six years for this, the uh, sixth, fifth book to come out. Mm-hmm. And then... The next book didn't come out yet called The Winds of Winter. In- Is that the one everyone's still waiting for? Yeah, that people are bitching about? Yes. Yeah. Okay, it's been 10 years. Get your shit together, sir. I, I, I always give you nerd cred because um, you always read stuff or know about stuff before it's popular by a TV, popularized by a TV or movie. Thank you for acknowledging yeah. that. D- Deadpool, <laughs> Game of Thrones, uh, well, uh, oh, Invincible, we talked about earlier. Invincible, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the things I've never heard of and then all of a sudden... Oh, this movie's hilarious. And then you're like, oh, yeah, Tracy, I've got all the books. And <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> They're books? <laughs> I'm like, do you yeah. want to borrow the comic books? <clears throat> you're like, wait, what? You have comic books? Yes, yeah. I do. I'm always late. I'm always like, I, I don't I don't read as much as I should. And I'm always behind on <laughs> I must admit, though, like, um, I have been slowing down on my reading a little bit. And I think it's because I used to read so I have, like, quiet time, you know, whereas mm-hmm. now... It's always quiet time. So mm. I'm just like, I don't want to read anything. This is just weird. I've always I've yeah. been quiet all day. Like I so. used to read when I was on transit. And um, the last four or five years, I've been walking to work and then COVID. And uh, my wife has a car, so I, I don't have to like take the go train to see my parents anymore. So that's when I would read. And I, I would, yeah. Well, when we used to work together, um, I used to take the college streetcar to work. Yes. And mm-hmm. that was 30, 40 minutes each way. Mm-hmm. I would, I would, I would finish a book every week or so, every week. Yeah. Of it. Mm-hmm. And I was just, I, I was constantly buying new books. Um, I, I don't miss transiting. I like walking better, but well, I, I should read more. I'm, I'm really bad. At that. Yeah, no, I, I feel like I legitimately feel bad about it. Like since I've been home, I've bought like five books and 
like four of them I have started reading and not because they're bad, not because I'm not interested. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things I read a couple pages. And I'm like, okay, time for bed, put it down. And then I just don't pick it back up. And then I'm like, okay, I don't want to read the same thing again. So I'll pick up the other one Then I read a couple <laughs> pages. And then I'm just like, okay, time for bed, put it down. And then I'm just like, oh, I did it again. What yeah, it, it makes me you sleepy. Know? So I, even if I start like, I, I start like right when I wake up in the morning or early afternoon, that's when I should read. <laughs> yeah but wouldn't that just make you want to go back to sleep yeah okay right after lunch i've had a big right. meal that's what i should be no that's nap time what, <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> uh, yeah, no i'm the same way like tra- like i used to transit everywhere and i used to read when i transited and that was yeah. great um but yeah no transit no no, no anything leaving the house anymore. now no leaving the house and i'm just like like reading, like even I've got like a backlog of graphic novels, even where a mm. lot of it is just artwork, but just the idea of sitting down nice and quietly and flipping through it. I'm just like, oh, no, I don't I don't want to do that again. Yeah, <laughs> I'm always thinking, hey, I could be, could be playing watching a movie or playing video games right now. Yeah. I got this 80 hour game. I got to be like 20 yeah. hours into it. Like, I, I think that way. Like, yeah, I, I keep uh, thinking of new projects for myself yeah. and thinking I should start working out. And then I was like, oh, you'll go for a walk. So then I listen to podcasts instead of, mm-hmm. of reading because I'm walking places. And then I'm just like, why am I going to sit down? I've been sitting all day. So I get up and cook or I clean. And then by the time it's like time to read, I'm just like, it's 3 a.m. I'm just going to go to bed. Like, yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to do this. I hear you. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Godzilla. I, don't I had a Godzilla that. question. <laughs> yeah. So there's a scene where he shoots fire out of his mouth, like literal fire, like a dragon. You remember that? In this Godzilla? No. Yeah. He's it's, it's like Godzilla's in an alleyway and he shoots fire and then the heroes kind of run and jump away from him. But it's not like the normal Godzilla like thing that he shoots out of his mouth. I don't know what you call it. Oh. It's, it's not fire though. No. And I was like, that's weird. Like, like yeah. he has a, not a ray, but he has like a, a white, thing he shoots out of his mouth yeah mm-hmm. i don't know what you call it um yeah uh, you can call it like a ray or fire breath or whatever but whatever this movie did it was stupid it was so. literal fire and i'm like it just doesn't look right he's not a dinosaur he's not a dragon why are yeah. you doing this like, stop changing godzilla yeah i don't i don't know i think this was like their attempt to reimagine Godzilla like I don't fucking like I, like this is this is my thing like every time something happened i was just like what like what what are you what are you doing (laughs) another thing that annoyed me now this happens in every monster movie i hate how the airplanes and the helicopters get so close to this giant monster when you fire a missile at something you're normally like two or three kilometers away yeah it's not like the old days where you have to get right up too close to it and shoot Mm -hmm. (laughs) but every monster movie does this like so you can see the monster hit the like which which i enjoy but especially in this one where the helicopters are getting right up on it Mm -hmm. and Anyways, and, and they did more damage to the city than the monster did. Uh, they destroyed the Chrysler building. Yeah. And they're just like, um, uh, we missed. What? <laughs> you got to tell people you're destroying all the landmarks of the city. Yeah. And, and, and what also annoyed me was Godzilla seemed to like disappear and reappear. He's a giant monster. Like, okay. They established when he walks the ground shape. Mm-hmm. But he, he's, he's sneaking up on people. He, out of nowhere, he, he, like the, the the one helicopter that gets away from him thinks he's safe. Nope. Mm-hmm. Out of nowhere, Godzilla chomps into the air and eats him. <laughs> well, to be honest, it's a helicopter that's in the air, not on the ground, so he may not have realized it. True, but you a. shouldn't lose visual sight of it. 
Well, that that is the Giant big monster. question. But also, I will give that a pass because that is the only time in the movie where people actually responded the same way I did. They're like, we lost it. What do you mean you lost it? It's a giant fucking lizard. <laughs> and I was just like, okay, that guy makes sense. And I yeah. was I was like, I'm like, okay, that gets a pass, even though it makes no sense. That part I, gets a pass. <laughs> I didn't get how it was hiding in the city, and then they established it's it's burrowing tunnels under under right. the city. Mm-hmm. But but these would be giant tunnels that would wouldn't it cause the ground to cave in? I mean, I, honestly, I, based on the way Manhattan is built, because if I remember correctly, it is kind of built on like like half of it is technically like landfill or something like that. Like the way Toronto is like mm-hmm. how um, so in Toronto, where is it from? I think it's like Wellington or something. Yeah. Fort South. York used to be uh, on the water. On the uh, water. I don't know if that's yeah. a good gauge for you, but like for me, like I live nearby. Yeah. Um, and then all of that is landfill. Um, yeah. And I think, I think uh, Manhattan is like that as well. Mm-hmm. But also because it has so many subways and so many tunnels, if mm-hmm. something is walking in that in in Manhattan and it shakes the ground like that, the whole thing is collapsing. The yeah. whole thing is just caving in. Yeah, yeah. It's all <laughs> holes under it. Yeah. Like so I, I love in movies like um, I Am Legend when they show like a band in New York City and all the subways are flooded. Uh, lower parts of Manhattan is completely underwater. Because mm-hmm. I, 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 I remember reading somewhere or a podcast was saying they have to pump, I, I don't know how many tons of water out of the subway every day just to keep it from flooding. Well, that makes sense now because whenever I go to New York and I go into the subway, it's always like it looks wet. Mm-hmm. Like not just like the platforms where I'm standing, but like if you look into like the tracks, it yeah. looks wet. And so that makes sense. There's probably like a little bit getting through still. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I never I believe, thought I about it one. that way. And I, I didn't take the subway. That's, what? I, That's I, one I know, of the things like, you got to do. You're supposed to eat pizza, raise or something. Then you're supposed to eat cheesecake somewhere. And then you're supposed <laughs> to get on the subway and get yelled at by somebody on the metro. Like, that's yeah. what you're supposed to do. <laughs> no, we, we, we took cabs the whole time we were there. Well, the, subway, the subway is definitely an experience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've been there uh, many times, but every time I go, A, driving into the city, I get lost. Mm-hmm. Like, I, when I say I, I go regularly, I mean, I've gone once a year for the last, like, 15 years. Oh, wow. Um, and, well, no, except, like, I didn't go last year, for example. Okay. Why not? <laughs> I don't know what, what was keeping happen? me here. <laughs> um, but, like, um, but the subway, too, is, like, if... Like, so the thing about Toronto subways is that there's, there's like two, three lines, if you want to call it three lines, sure. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's a U and a line. That's it. Yeah. It's not that hard, right? If you get on, you realize you're going the wrong way. You just get back off, like step to the other side and you get back on and you go the other way. Yeah. In like New York, you realize you get on the wrong thing. You are some ridiculous distance away from where you were going. You have to walk at 20 minutes through 35 tunnels somewhere mm-hmm. to get to something to take you back. But then you ask people and just like, hey, how do I get here? Oh, take the uptown train. You're like, okay. Then you look at the sign. 
no sign ever says uptown or downtown. <laughs> That's not a thing. I'm not from New York. I don't know what you mean by uptown and downtown. Tell me take the 2B or the or the the Brooklyn or something, but mm-hmm. uptown and downtown are not things that make sense to me when I'm in New York. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, the subways are just they are immense, very intense, and pungent. Pungent is the yeah. word I'm going to use. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I've been I've been on the London subway. That that I found very confusing. But I, I mm-hmm. I've seen the map of New York subway and it just it's bonkers. Like all every all the lines mm-hmm. now they crisscross and they very very confusing. Yeah, because sometimes you'll get into one of their subway stations and there's like twelve tracks, but you're just like oh, but three tracks you see there's no platform by, so you can't go there because those are the express trains. You're like. But that's the train I want to be on. Oh, you got to get out of the station and go back set 10 blocks and go mm-hmm. in to get the express train at this station. <laughs> and you're just like, fuck this. Like, whatever. Yeah. I'll take the slow <laughs> way. But then you always regret the slow way because the slow way takes like six hours. Right. Just like, what have I done? I remember even the first time taking Toronto subway, I was intimidated. It was just going from Dundas to Union. Like, what is that? <laughs> two stops, three stops? Yeah. And I was scared. I was like, ah, I was with a friend. So, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's one of those things where, like, if you don't know, you're just, you're just mm-hmm. like, hold my hand for a minute. Now, and now you get on there, and you're just like, the fuck are you on? This is Ain't easy. nothing. This is fine. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah. Um, I'm trying yeah. to think of my other notes I made on this movie. Let's see. No, oh, <laughs> one of okay, one of the things that really annoyed me. Okay, mm-hmm. so there's the scene where Hank Azaria follows Matthew Broderick when he's going to the airport and he gets like oh my god we haven't talked about the French national oh, service oh yeah, my god we true. haven't talked about that uh, the only uh, person I liked, I liked in the movie was uh, uh, Jean Renault yeah he was I, I, like him in, I like him in everything <laughs> <laughs> he's great he was like obnoxiously French with his cigarettes and he's like yeah. he's like what is this coffee like, what are you doing oh, so many stupid coffee jokes uh i forgot i like i did not remember that whole storyline like i i was just like this is this is a thing in this movie mm-hmm. why is this the thing i remember he was in it but i remember why yeah i did not remember it any of that yeah. in any way shape or form um and okay so so hank Azaria follows them and they pull into the warehouse and then hank Azaria is outside in the pouring rain mm-hmm. um he's at the top of a warehouse looking through a tiny window Mm-hmm. And you see his angle that he's seeing people and people are far away and low down and they are talking at regular speaking level. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he hears everything they say. <laughs> and he hears every <clears throat> single word they say nice and clearly goes back home and tells his reporter friend like Audrey like everything just like oh you know he he's like all of a sudden with these french people and they're gonna go back in the city and they're gonna do this and they're gonna do that i'm just like how the hell did you hear that that doesn't make what yeah. what like th- it just didn't make any sense you know mm-hmm. also the truck he was driving in the first scene when godzilla makes landfall he mm-hmm. runs outside to get his camera the mm-hmm. truck is upside down it's flipped over yeah he pulls it out who flipped his truck back over so he can drive it around the city? Godzilla walking by it, I guess. Again, it just flipped back. It was just like, up. Oh, I don't what? know. Oh, God. <laughs> maybe it's a different news van, maybe. Uh, it, 
It oh, was yeah. a bright red truck. <laughs> well, I, I assume it's a truck for the news station. No. But like uh, when I walk by CBC News or CBC, the big CBC building, uh, they have tons of the same news truck. That's that's my guess. I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna let that one slide then. That is but it's just one of many stupid things. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the little baby Godzillas when they're running around uh, Madison Square Garden, like when 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 they're killing the French special serv- uh, sorry special forces, they jump on them, they eat them, they bite them really quickly. When it's Matthew Broderick and and, and co. They, they just let them walk by them for some reason. They'll, yeah, look, they, they'll, they'll snap at them. But it doesn't, it was so badly done. Yep. Like at no point do you, do you fear for them. Nope, not at all. I mean, if you can throw down a gumball machine and they're going to slide all over the place on it. God. Sure. How many gumballs does that machine have? Like, like it seemed like the, 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 the little Godzillas are bringing the gumballs with them. Like there's millions of gumballs. <laughs> Stupid. Oh, and then how they get out of, of uh, he starts shooting down the big lights on the ceiling. Yeah. And they drop threat down and the dinosaurs scatter. But they could so easily eat them <laughs> walking right past them. Again. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. Yes, I agree with you. You are. I am just going to nod. I, like if this was live, people would just see me nodding and smiling, mm-hmm. just agreeing mm-hmm. with you. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. <laughs> That's it. I like. Ugh. I cannot defend this movie in any way, shape, or form. I don't no. want to, no. because <laughs> it just doesn't make. There are so many stupid things in this movie that could have been fixed in much easier ways. Yeah, that it's frustrating. Like it's just so so frustrating. For example, so we're talking about the baby Godzillas, right? Mm-hmm. How did they get into Madison Square Garden? Good point, because like he he lays the eggs in, in, like in the seats and on the on the floor, like uh, where the, mm-hmm. the basketball court is. Yeah. How the okay. roof's not torn open, the ground. Yeah. How did, he, how did it? How did remember, it remember, it tunneled through the city and yeah. tunneled up into Madison Square Garden. So there's a giant hole in the bottom, that right? Because okay? that's how the people got in there as well. Remember, they climbed up. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. got okay. into Madison Square Garden. So then they start to hatch. Their plan is to lock the doors around the edges so they can't escape. You know how many doors that there, would be? Yeah, but, but the big problem is there's a giant hole in <laughs> where they are that uh, leads to the subway system yeah, to get point. out into everything. Their plan is stupid yeah and and, and all all the bombing the building all it's gonna do is is collapse it in on itself we'll just run down the hole yeah good point yeah yep i missed that how could you miss that i forgot about the giant hole (laughs) that's all i kept thinking of like they're like lock the doors and trap them in i'm like isn't there a giant hole i started yelling at my mother there's isn't there a giant hole did i miss there's a giant hole it's fine. Okay. I might have to cut that because I'm yelling a lot because this New, New York is so doing mad. So many escapes <laughs> to the giant hole. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, this movie me so angry. Sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> um, what else is there? Um, oh, another thing. So yeah. you're talking about the lights falling. Mm-hmm, but the big chandeliers, out, the big chandeliers, and they get outside and they lock one door. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. And the yep. angle they're showing it from, it's a full bank of doors. And it's glass. Locked one door yeah. and it's all glass. <laughs> and apparently the dinosaurs don't know there are other doors. Yeah. Well, because there's so many, even by accident, they would have pushed one of the other doors open. Yep. And you're just like, this is just fuck. Like, it's so lazy. Like, yeah, we thought more so about this lazy. movie than Roland Emmerich did. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, it, I wasn't even trying to think about it. It's just so blatantly illogical. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not like, oh, something, you know, that, you know, possibly they could have thought of like oh they locked the door but there's a window two stories up that maybe they could have jumped out of no no no. Mm -hmm. the angle they showed they showed them locking the door and they showed along the bank of doors yeah so you see a door here you see Mm -hmm. the door they locked and then you see like two other sets of doors in the the picture yeah and you're just like but there's another door. And like any stadium, there's doors all around the building. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Sorry, listeners. I'm making lots of faces and forgetting I need to respond. Because I'm just like, <laughs> what is happening? This would have been a great live event for you to see Tracy and just getting so oh flustered. <laughs> I'm getting so flustered just talking about it. Uh, I want to also apologize to my mother, who I wasn't yelling at, but I was yelling to about mm-hmm. this movie and i'm glad she put up with me for two hours and 20 minutes of this nonsense <laughs> i will not apologize to my wife who i make watch a lot of shitty movies <laughs> part of the fun is hearing her comments <laughs> yeah well the funny thing is so like i thought you would have a completely different take on it because i know you like bad movies and i, yeah. I know you like cheesy things I do. and when we started you were kind of defending you're like oh you know the practice yeah, I, I, I enjoy cool I, and, I enjoyed this part, but I really thought you were going to defend it a lot more than that. No, no. I, I enjoyed the first 30, 40 minutes, maybe, like, on some levels. But everything after that, I just got annoyed. Like, it, it just, like, I don't know, I was up and then... It was, it, was, it, was a, it was a low high and then a very low... But anyways. Yeah, it I, just <laughs> plummeted. It really Ugh, did. Yeah. Yeah. Way it's too not, long. It's way too long. Yeah. And, like, even the chase and the taxi near the end of the movie... Uh, I thought like should be fun. Like I, I should like that stuff, but no, <laughs> there's no well, reason why it can't reach. It would just step on the car. <laughs> yeah, it's it's um uh, the Godzilla's uh, uh what's, what's what do you call it step ratio or uh, it, there's no way not not ratio um what do you call it like it's it's gate yeah uh, uh, like you know one one step to the next so what's that yeah. I keep, why, thinking, why we... I keep thinking wingspan for some reason. I'm like, no, not wingspan, Tracy. Leg span. Th- leg span. Leg span, sure. Would so easily step on this stupid little taxi. Yeah. <laughs> and then they but, somehow trap it in the on a bridge. Yeah. Well, it got entangled in the support cables. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't and, know. And then they're sad when it's dying. I'm like, this thing has killed ten, tens of thousands of people. Yeah, but, okay, I, so... The thing that I find different about this Godzilla than other Godzillas, not just in the fact that it's a crappy movie, but the actual concept of this Godzilla is that this Godzilla is just a lizard who's hungry and is laying its eggs. That's that Mm -hmm. is it. This is the whole movie. Right. And 
like the ships it attacks are all shipping vessels because it's like, oh, a large amount of food. I'm yeah. going to it doesn't actively go to eat people. If you notice, mm-hmm. it goes to get food and then where it finds food. So like it, it comes to shore in the shipping center of New York. So yeah, where, all the fish where are. all the fish is, where all the food is and all that kind of stuff. It doesn't actively go to kill people. It just wants to eat the fish, right? I know, but it, and, it still killed so many people. I'm, I'm not I'm not denying the facts, but I think the whole thing is, is compared to other Godzillas where it's like, no, Godzilla's here to destroy your city and kill the people. This mm. is... I just want to lay my eggs and there's food here. So I'm going to make a nest. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what they were trying to get across where they're just like, it may have been big and destroy things, but it was just its nature. It was just an animal. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, but also by that point in time, in the movie, you care so little about Godzilla. You care so little about all the people. You're just like, mm-hmm. Just can everybody just die? Just just let just blow up the whole city. Just it would have been gr- like it would have been great if it, when it was trapped on the bridge, it just blew its fire breath. <laughs> yeah, and just like just burned to a crisp. But you're just like, I would have clapped. I'd have been like, good job, sir. But but Jean Reno just steps away from the fire. And, oh, that, that, that's a good <laughs> ending for me. <laughs> yeah, that would have been good. Um, yeah, talking what a, about what a stinker. It's such a stinker. Um, but also one other thing, talking about that scene. So, so I know that while they're in Madison Square Garden, they did the report or whatever, <laughs> and then they get outside, and Hank is there as a cameraman. But yeah. when they're going outside and the building explodes, he does not have a full size camera with him. Oh, I didn't catch he that. Does not. Okay, and then all of a sudden they get into some random taxi. And they pull out a big broadcast camera mm-hmm. that he is filming this chase with. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, Got new are, you, are, are you kidding? I don't, <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah. They probably didn't want the actor running away from the explosion with a camera. <laughs> yeah. Also, um, at the end, my note is, oh, my God, there is an egg left, exclamation mark. Who mm-hmm. in their right mind thought a sequel happened after this nonsense? <laughs> last note for this movie. Yeah. Actually, my last note was, oh, yeah, the song. <laughs> Not my note, but I forgot about the, the Jimmy Page and the Pump Daddy, Daddy song. Yeah. yeah. Do-do-do. Do-do-do. It's good. <laughs> I like Honest, it. Honestly, the music video for <laughs> that song is better than this movie. Than the movie, yeah. <laughs> and that music video is fucking nonsense. Well, it? isn't it like, it, yeah, it's four minutes long, right? It's like it shows a couple scenes of Godzilla. It's not. I think it's actually more that like if you get the full cut of it, yeah. Because it's like him running around the city, and there's like a stage, and he's trying to get somewhere, and there's clips of Godzilla walking, and it kind of looks like he's dancing to the music, and <laughs> all, like it's 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 ridiculous. I will find that video and post it for sure. Okay. Um, but but yeah. Oh my god. I think at that point I didn't even care about the song anymore because it's just like. Get this off of my TV. <laughs> this has made me angry. I, I did love the credits play like this. a good song. <laughs> it actually is a pretty decent song. Because I haven't heard it in forever. Yeah. I mean, like, 
people make fun of Puff Daddy because they're just like, oh, Biggie died and he rode in his cold tape. That's why he became famous and stuff. But mm-hmm. to be honest, he did do a lot of his beats and his production before Biggie died. So he already had the talent. He just put himself in front instead of Biggie. And so he went out there. So you could understand why he was able to do all this. I mean, my favorite one is the rock version of uh, All About the Benjamins. I don't know why I like that song so much. Like Actually, rock I like every- rock? No, 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 oh. no. There is a like rock, like there's a song. Oh, rock music, sorry. Rock music. Yeah, like I don't know why you're <laughs> thinking of The Wrestler. Uh, no, he only did a song with Wyclef Jean and that's a great song. Um, oh, but no. what? You know me, music's a big blind spot for me. <laughs> <laughs> you would love it. It's the song is called "It Doesn't Matter." It is Wyclef featuring The Rock. Yeah, Wyclef singing about going out to the club and stuff. He's got a great beat, and he's talking about, "Oh, I got fancy cars, blah, blah blah." And The Rock comes in. It doesn't matter. It's great. It is no, no, it is no idea. Beautiful. <laughs> you, we should you should look that up and listen to okay. that song. You would like it. But um. But yeah, the whole puffy thing, like that's a it's a great song. It's got a good beat. It's it's nice and fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's wasted on something like this. Like was he was he puffy or P. Diddy at this point? I think he was puff, puffy. Now, I think he right? was Puff Daddy at the time. Okay. I want to say Puff Daddy at the time. I'm not hundred percent sure. Um, because yeah, as you said, he's what it was like, it was Puff Daddy, P. Diddy, Diddy. Puffy, and then he's Sean Puffy Combs now, okay. or is he just Sean Combs now? No, I don't know. I mean, that's his like actual name. I'm happy for him and everything, but yeah. like, like shit, just pick something and stick with it for a little while. Like that would be amazing. Remember the hype around this movie when it came out? Like I was 16, I guess when it came out, 15 or 16, mm-hmm. and the hype around this movie was insane. Oh my god! Well, yeah, it was everywhere. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, the Wallflower did a song. They did that hero song for this movie too. That's right. Yeah, I forgot about that. Um, okay, so that song it's called "Come to Me." Mm-hmm. It is six minutes and two seconds long. Oh, Rage Against the Machine does a song on this. Yeah, I I, I may have owned the soundtrack at one point. Ben Folds Five, Foo Fighters. Yeah. Silver Chair. It's one of the examples where the soundtrack's probably pretty good, and the movie just blows. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's sad because, like, we both love Godzilla and monster movies. Yeah, well, I think we're, I hope I hope we're gonna see King uh, Kong versus uh, Godzilla in theaters whenever we can. Sometime soon, yes, because I understand why you refuse to see it on like your TV at home. I get it. Yeah, um, it, it's a theater movie. It it is definitely a theater movie. I completely agree with you. Yeah. So I'm, and, every time I'm on Amazon, it's there to like, oh, rent it. I'm like, no, stop tempting me. <laughs> Well, like I told you, I had a chance to see it. And I was just like, no, I promise, John, I will not watch it. <laughs> that, that's the first movie I'm seeing when the Cineplex opens again. Cineplex opens up. <laughs> yeah, but what if um, like um, uh, Black Widow is already out or something? I still, I, this is the first one. Uh, let's do a double header. <laughs> I just want to be in a theater. I will be in a theater all day. Let's I'm fine let, with all of this. Let's start at 1, p- 1 p.m. on a Saturday or Sunday. <laughs> And we don't leave until midnight. We see every movie that's a- <laughs> Yes. We need to make up for lost time. <laughs> yes. I missed last movie I saw in theaters was Tenet with you, I think. That's uh, yeah, that's, la- that's the last time I was in theaters, which was 
I saw July one or August, maybe. I saw one movie after that, and it was I keep forgetting the name of the movie because I hate it so much. The uh, pseudo kid X Men movie. Um, oh, um, oh, uh, Young Mutants or New Mutants? New Mutants, yes. Oh. Yeah, I heard that's awful. And oh, I'm sorry, we wasted our time seeing both of those movies in the theater because the, both those movies were bad. Well, I'm no, sorry. Tenet. I'm glad we saw in theaters. I, I I liked it more than you, but I didn't love it. Um, but movie. I know I'm glad I saw it. Like we saw an IMAX, which we won't do for Kong. I know you don't like uh, mm-hmm. IMAX, uh, which I didn't realize. Yeah, <laughs> it's fine. It's I, fine. I, I, I just, I just, like, I just wish it was a better movie, and then I wouldn't care. Mm-hmm. But because I hated it so much, I'm just like, why did I waste my money on this? Why did I waste my time? I could have died going to a movie theater for this. This could have been the last movie I've ever seen, <laughs> you know, and yeah. it would not have been worth it, is all I'm saying. Uh, it was all very frustrating. Not, I mean, it was definitely a letdown. I, I, I built the movie up too much. Yeah. I don't know. Like, like I think the problem is, is that Christopher Nolan is is getting too, uh, I don't know, his concepts are getting too big to properly convey. And his idea of how these concepts should be conveyed is working as well. Like, mm-hmm. for example, like the audio for when people are speaking, because people keep oh com- complaining that you're like, you can't hear what they're saying. And he's like, it's like that on purpose. So you have to lean in. But that's stupid. Yeah. That's um, just stupid. Aaron Taylor Johnson, I think, is a soldier in the movie near the end. He shows up mm-hmm. in the last half an hour, or maybe 45 minutes. Yes. And I couldn't hear what he was saying to, um, uh, not Denzel Washington, uh, his kid. Uh, I always forget his name. What's- oh, um, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> They're doing a briefing or something before they do the, the main attack. And I couldn't understand what he was saying. It was so annoying. Yeah. Well, because and then you lose half the movie. And I think part of his tactic is like, oh, they're going to see the movie several times. And, you know, I'm going to make more money that way. So then people will know, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I ain't paying to see this again. I mean, I, I, I may have. I, I may have paid again to see it. Um, it's coming to Crave soon. I'll probably watch it again there. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I just, I, 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 like, I loved his last, I love Dunkirk. Like, you know, World War II buff. I, mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed that movie. Um. Interstellar, I, I, I want to rewatch. I remember leaving the theater thinking it was the score was too loud. I couldn't, I didn't understand what was happening. I couldn't hear what people were saying, mm-hmm. and I didn't like it as much as a lot of other people did. I actually, I actually liked that one a lot. Yeah, so th- I, I want to rewatch that one because I want to see. I only saw the one time in theaters. Really? Oh no, I've seen it like three times now. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Um, I, I keep meaning to watch it. It's definitely like um, because it's kind of like quiet and somber with these like intense sequences. Suddenly, you know. Mm-hmm um you do have to be sort of in a mood and also it's it's a longer movie you know what yeah. i mean so it's not something you're just like oh it's saturday afternoon i'll just put on interstellar yay no yeah. it's it's like it's like no no i want i want my intellect to be challenged and you know i want to see beautiful cinematography and and you know have some discussions about time and space and space time mm-hmm. you know you, you've got to be you, you've got to be prepared for that like you, you got to be like if you want to understand what the movie's about, you got to be sober. Is, is the other thing, you know? Um, well, count me out, Tracy. <laughs> 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 okay. But uh, but like I think I think that was a high concept film that was done mm-hmm. correctly, despite uh, Nolan's thoughts on on audio. 
mm-hmm. is is what I think it is. And I like things big and loud, and it just he he is too much. It, yeah, I I think the sound balancing is just wrong in his films. Yeah. Like, like Dun- Dunkirk didn't matter because there's so little dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, he doesn't like. I, I saw the movie two or three times in theaters. I I love I love the score and the sound, and it's perfect. But but yeah. it's not it's not um muffling dialogue. So yeah, that's why. Well, that's the thing, because with Tennant and uh, Interstellar, like the dialogue is very important to the story. Like, it's not one of those movies where you can sort of piece together what's happening just by seeing stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I remember once I, I was reading this thing where they said, like, you know, it's a good movie if you could watch it on mute and still understand what's going on. And there's very few movies like that. And there's very few TV shows like that. Like, that's why I find, like, um, Jendi um, Tarnovsky. Did I say his last name right? I don't know. I would say his last name wrong. Darren Aronofsky? Yeah. No, no, no. No, the the guy who does, like, Samurai Jack and and stuff like that. Um, Because he does a lot of his storytelling visually without dialogue. Mm -hmm. And... It's so awesome how he does it. Like he takes all of these things into consideration to mm-hmm. tell a story without dialogue. Like his most recent show, um, Primal. Primal, it's there's literally like eight words said in the last episode of the whole show. And oh, so the, ca- the caveman talks? <laughs> no, the caveman doesn't talk. That's the thing, right? It's, it has nothing to do the caveman. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Because I will watch it. it. It looks up my alley. Yeah you, yeah, you need to watch all of it. And then you get to the last episode and there's somebody there that talks. And it was so shocking to hear language mm-hmm. that I was just like, the fuck, you know? <laughs> Whereas like the whole thing, it's like it's a guy and his dinosaur walking around and figuring things out and how to communicate with each other and other things and do stuff. Mm-hmm. And, but it is so well done. Like you care about these characters, you care about what's going on, but they've never said a word yeah. and they're not, they're not really doing anything. They're just trying to survive. Right. Whereas like with tenant and interstellar, the, I don't think it's bad storytelling but I think the dialogue is integral to the storytelling and the fact that he does it in a way that you can't hear what they're saying mm-hmm. makes it a bad use of the medium. And you're just yep. like, I agree. this isn't working, you know? So yeah. when I heard him say that, I was just like, I thought you were, mm-hmm. I thought you were about the medium. I thought you were about film. You mm-hmm. should know if your 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 concepts are that like this high, people are going to need to hear the dialogue. That's the thing. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm with you. <laughs> I agree. All right. I have, I have, I've been ranting a lot. I'm sorry. It's I'm sorry. I feel more pages on Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. I don't want to think about this movie ever again. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like I have to just like throw this DVD. Like it's just like it's just like I'm like, why are you here? I hate you so much. <laughs> uh, okay, let's let's skip over to Golden Child. Yeah, from 1986. <laughs> um, I um. This is a movie I watched a lot as a kid, which is surprising to me. I had never seen it. You've never seen it? None of it oh, rang okay. a bell. Like, All right. So before I say anything, what did you think of it? Oh, I, I really, I actually really enjoyed it. The movie's bonkers. 
Yes. It's so weird. I I don't know who it was made for. Anyways, I, it was a very strange movie, but I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, it, like, really at first I was like, oh, it's going to be pure nostalgia watching this movie. Yay, you know. But, like, it was one of those things where I was, like, watching the movie and I was just like, this movie is a lot darker than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. And this is not a movie I should have been watching as a child. <laughs> and, and like, the parts I remember that I thought were funny are still funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there are definitely a few parts where it's just like, that's not appropriate. <laughs> is it a so. kid's? Like, I wasn't sure. Like, well, I, like I mentioned earlier, like, I don't know who this is made for. Like, I didn't look at the rating. Was it like, it's PG-13. No... It is, okay. Mm-hmm. But it's it's is that a time where you can show like boobies through a wet t-shirt? Well, that's the and, thing, like, and and it's still PG thirteen, like because that scene I was like, oh, maybe this is an adult movie, and then mm-hmm. but yeah, there's only one swear word, maybe yeah. two, and and there's the violence is all kind of like no blood across screen. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like watching the movie, you're just like, this is definitely not a kids movie, and it's not for an adult. Like. It's true. Like, who is this movie made for? Who is this? Are they trying to appeal to? Like, one of the first jokes I laughed at was when he's, um, uh, uh, what's her face? I can't remember her name. Gives him the scroll and he starts making joint jokes, like the marijuana <laughs> jokes. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, that's odd. Like, if this is for kids or, or you know, teenagers, well, I guess teenagers. But I, I just, I thought the movie was all, the movie's all over the map. <laughs> it, it is. Which, which I actually enjoyed because it was just so weird. I'm like, like anyways we'll get into it but yeah um yeah I, I too was very confused at it like i think my problem is too it's it's like it's not like big trouble in china where it's like it's pure camp right you're like you're into yeah. cheesy horror like it's west it, is it west craven it's west craven right? um uh, no or it's the other guy it's john carpenter it's john carpenter yeah. it's not wait <laughs> we're both yeah, very we should, confused. We should know this. We we're should, off tonight. I should definitely know this. But no, it's it's yeah. Someone we we know the name of the person. Uh, yeah, he's like a. Classic. It, no, it, it is John Carpenter. It is John Carpenter. Okay. Yeah. Um. So like like mm. so like Big Trouble in China has a very specific audience. It is clear who this is made for. It's yeah. camp. It's horror. It's a lot of fun. Okay, but it's definitely. It's it's definitely an adult. It's for it's not mm-hmm. it's not for a little kid. Like that's that's not what this movie is about, right? Yeah. Where I find this movie is trying very hard to be in that space. Um, like it was released in the same year, for example. Um, the artwork on this and the Golden Child actually should look up who does the artwork because they kind of remind me of each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, this movie, I'm just like, who is supposed to be watching this? Like, it's not, it's not campy enough. It's not funny enough. It's not violent enough. It's not, it's not like kid friendly enough. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's at this weird level where you're just like, it's not for any of these people. Like who were you trying to do this for? Yeah. Well, I mean, we watched it. I bought it. I enjoyed it. I was definitely too young to watch it um, when it came out. Like, I don't like this is not a movie I saw in the theater, obviously. Yeah. Um, but it was one of those things like if it came on TV or something, I sat and watched it. Right. I don't know how this, I missed this one because I, I, I like Eddie Murphy usually. And I like this stuff from the 80s and 90s. Yeah. Like, like it's his early stuff. Right. So he's a little bit more outlandish and mm. crazy instead of, you know, he went, he went very kid friendly. 
later on. Yeah, he did. Yeah. I, I like now that he's starting to go back. Like he did a movie on Netflix about um, Dolomite, the first black exploitation movie. Yes. I mm-hmm. love that. That was one of my favorite movies of that year. It was so good. He was so good in it. Yeah, um, Arsenio Hall was in it too as like a, a prissy actor. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, was it Arsenio Hall? Anyways, they, I, no, no, I'm sorry. It was Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Wesley Snipes playing, playing this prissy. Very act- different people. I know, very different people. My bad. <laughs> no, I was thinking of coming to America. That's why I got it. I've always really liked Eddie Murphy movies, like his comedies from the 80s and 90s, action comedies from the 80s and 90s, like Beverly Hills Cop. Um, I drawn a blank. Oh, um, uh, like I, I recently watched uh, 48 Hours and another 48 Hours with mm-hmm. Nick Nolte. Those movies are really racist. <laughs> they didn't they didn't age yeah. well, but but they, they were still some of the action was really fun. Mm-hmm. And, and he's hilarious in them. Well, I think that was like a thing about um, like those action buddy cop movies from that time period. Because even if you look back at like you know besides Mel Gibson being an issue, but if you look back at Lethal Weapon, I love it. But yeah. a lot of it did not age that well. Like they're stereotypical, they're slightly racist, they're really mean, they're ugh, crazy, like like not violent in like a good way, like kicking and punching, but violent in like a absolutely brutal way that we're just like cringing. You're just like, really? This is supposed to be fun? I don't know. Like it just doesn't, you're just like, oh. But yes, I still I still watch Lethal Weapon when when it's on. I must admit, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, Mel Gibson won't re- like I love the Bad Max movies. I like Brave oh, Braveheart's a little different, but um, like I love a lot of movies that he's in. Oh, uh, Maverick, I love Maverick. His sh- oh, I-, I like westerns. Sorry, I made a face. <laughs> Sorry, Tracy made a face. She does not like Maverick. <laughs> um, uh, Mel Gibson being a shitty person won't, won't ruin like I- Tom Cruise is a kind of a shitty person, but I love his movies. I do too. It makes me so angry. I know. I, I want to hate them, but he makes such good movies. <laughs> I watched um, uh, Edge of Tomorrow again on the weekend. Oh. I don't. I've seen that movie a ridiculous amount of time. They yeah. keep showing yeah, it on TV I've seen for some reason. Yeah. And every time I watch fun. it, I'm just like, I like this movie. So much fun. I, I, I love. Like I love movie. time loop movies when they're in Star Trek. <laughs> Some of my yes. favorite Star Trek episodes. Um, and yeah, Edge of Tomorrow is so great. Like it, so it was great. a bit of a bomb too. Yeah, in the theaters it it sucked. Like it yeah. did nobody saw it, but um it's not a, I, uh, I saw it in theaters. I did see it in theaters. I, I'm like ninety percent sure I saw that one in theaters. Yeah, I definitely saw it in theaters. Um so I was like, this and I really liked it. The well, one I did they are not, making a sequel. Yes, I heard about that. Yeah. They're actually gonna title that one the original title of the movie, which was Live Die Repeat. Oh, they've actually called the first one. They they say Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, colon live die repeat. I've seen that a bunch of times. Technically, the original movie and all of the artwork was supposed to be live die repeat, right? Mm-hmm. But what happened is, is when the movie was coming out, they decided last minute to change the title to Edge of Tomorrow, and that's why everything says live die repeat in big letters, and Edge of mm-hmm. Tomorrow is very small. Because when I was looking for this movie, I was like, what is the name? of this movie because yeah. I couldn't find it at first because I kept looking for live, die, repeat. And I was just like, wait, it also says edge of tomorrow. Is that the title? Because usually edge of tomorrow would be big and mm-hmm. live, die, repeat would be like the tagline, you know? Uh, so like this second movie is supposed to be called live, die, repeat again. 
watch <laughs> them change at last second and there's gonna be like um the edge of Overmoro. you're like what <laughs> fine we're gonna make it work how do you anyways I, I, i'm curious how to make the second one well technically he it controls the aliens now yeah but didn't he blow up the alien base in paris or whatever and then yeah but he got all the blood from the mother thing that was there yeah so if it works the same way as the other one did then he would actually have control over all of them not just the repeating of the day okay interesting yeah awesome <laughs> so yeah i just watched this like two days ago so it's it's in here it's here right <laughs> it's yeah i haven't seen it a year or two <laughs> what i swear i watch that like at least since it's been out i watch it like twice a year it's just on like i don't i don't even like it's at a point where i don't even actively watch it it's like it's on tv and i'm gonna go do something okay mm-hmm. leave it walk away and i'm just like oh i like this part and i come back and check it out you know so yeah, yeah. so um, i i you said Golden Child you watched on TV? Yeah, Golden Child, um, I saw as a kid. Yeah. Um, I definitely remember like watching this quite a bit with like my brother and stuff. Especially mm-hmm. the part where he's just like, ooh, brother Numsi. I, <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe Charles Dance was in this. <laughs> yes, Tywin Lannister himself. I was just Yeah, like, he's the <laughs> wizard bad guy. <laughs> yes. He plays such a good bad guy. Like his face is just, I'm a bad guy. Do you see yeah. it? You know, yeah. it's so perfect. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I didn't understand his powers in this movie. Really? Like he, it was some kind of, he has a dream sequence where he cuts um, uh, Eddie Murphy's arm. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just cut his throat? <laughs> just just I don't end know. it there. If, if he's know. the chosen one. No, I do. I don't well this this was this for me on this watching where i'm like my job to watch this movie is to like actively look at it and like analyze it and be like what am i getting from this movie yeah and it was shocking how i mean not really shocking but how disjointed the story was because in my head i'm like this story makes perfect sense i've seen this lots of time this story is good and then i watched it i was just like what is happening yeah it, <laughs> so so eddie murphy is is uh, he, he's he's renowned for finding children or kidnapped kids in the opening scene he's just putting up flyers <laughs> is that his crack is that how he finds I don't, I don't know if he's renowned for it but it's a thing that he does and yeah. she sees him on tv on the cable access show doing it <laughs> This, that, that's what I got out of it. Yeah, I, I, I'd look it up. Keenang sees him on TV. Yes. And that actress is not Asian. <laughs> no. I which... looked her up. Her, her, her mom is white and her dad's uh, Iraqi uh, Chilean. Really? Yeah, not oh, Asian. Oh, <laughs> I, I guess the Chilean part gives her the Asian-ish features. I guess, I yeah. Like, I mean, you can kind of tell when they're using a white person. I'm watching a show on Amazon called Yellowstone and it, there's a lot of indigenous actors in it because it, it's uh, like cowboys next to a reserve. But the main indigenous woman, nope, she's not indigenous. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> why, and this, why do they just keep doing this? I don't know. <laughs> it's just... Uh, I'm really. not, I'm, now I'm very curious as to who this woman is. Uh, she'll be the first young female, I guess it might be. Let's see. <laughs> um, hmm... What's her character's name? Do you know? Uh, Monica Dutton. Yeah, but Monica Dutton 
is isn't he she part of the family? She is, but um, uh, have you watched the show? So no, uh, I haven't watched the, the, the show. The, the rebel Dutton son marries marries a uh, indigenous woman, and and Kevin Costner has a conniption shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he brands him with a a, a W. Sorry, a Y on his chest. <laughs> he brands his own son because yeah. he doesn't like who she married. Who he got pregnant and married, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's that was, crazy. The show is is kind of crazy. I, I'm that enjoying is, it. I mean, it's a show I will never watch. I'm not yeah, gonna watch it. I don't, I don't think it's up. Here. Yeah, no. But it it's um, it, it's like just it. annoying how like I get Hollywood did this in the '80s. Like even like what's the worst example? Uh, Mickey Rooney. Oh. Uh, and oh my god breakfast like, at like, tiffany's yeah, yeah like the asian asians in movies playing by white people it yeah but a lot but the big problem with mickey rooney portraying the asian is not the fact that he portrayed the asian it is how he portrayed yeah. the asian character and, yeah. yeah and he was a caricature who made who was clearly just making fun of them yeah. but the funny thing is that even at that time period People already were just like, eh, maybe we shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. But they did it anyways. Yeah. And like, uh, I still remember the first time I actually sat down and watched that whole movie. Like I'd known about that part. This is Breakfast at Tiffany's, right? Breakfast at Tiffany's, yeah. yeah. Um, like, it's one of those movies I had just never gotten around to watching. I, I have TCM and I was like, oh, it's coming on. I'm going to sit and watch it. Mm-hmm. Sat and watched it. I was so angry. I was just, this is a classic movie. Why the fuck is this a classic movie? It he is re- so bad. I mean, I, I didn't like the movie when I first saw it. Yeah, I don't get it. Why it's such a classic. But... I don't get it either. I but really it, don't get it either. Even the other Asian characters in the movie, like I, I they're from Nepal. They're, they're supposed to be. They're Chinese actors, Japanese actors. Oh, and the Golden Child? <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, I, I did notice James Hong is in it. Did you know who I'm talking about? Uh, he ran yeah. a restaurant with a... He, I, I, I saw a news thing on him recently. He is the most um, credited actor on IMDb. He has like 400 credits to his name. Over 400. Wait. Hold on. Am I thinking of the right person? James Hong. Click on his name on IMDb. It's Because he does a lot of voice work. But he's also in a lot of movies and small parts. And he, yeah, he's yeah, the most... Yeah, it's David Lopin. Yeah, okay. So yeah. this goes back. So remember I was saying... There's a whole, there's a couple yeah. of actors from Big Trouble in Shadow in this movie. Well, it's him, James Hong. Then, uh, so because he played Lopan in Big Trouble in China, but also the guy who plays Egg Chen, he plays the uh, girl's father. Yeah, okay. Um, in Tibet. Mm-hmm. Um, also one of the uh, background thugs. No, no, not the background. No, not the background thug. It's the guy who owns the Chinese restaurant that they go to. Mm-hmm. He plays Rain in Big Trouble in China. He's one of the, like the guards who like Lopan. There's the guy who blows up. Yeah. There's the guy who with the lightning, and there's the other guy named Rain. Um, he's one. Of, he's that guy. Yeah. And so he's in this as well. So there's three it's, of it, them. It seems like in the '80s and '90s they had a pool of Asian actors they would always go to. Yeah, and they're like, this is it. This is is what we're doing. 441 credits. He has the most of anyone. I mean, honestly, I am not surprised. And he's still going strong. He's still doing a lot of work. Yeah, he's got, he's he's apparently doing the Gremlins TV series. Oh, yeah. He's doing the, I'm I'm assuming it's a voice and he's not in it. He he does a lot of voice acting. Yeah. 
Yeah, since he got older, it's just been all like because he did Kung Fu Panda, right? He does uh, Poe's yep. father, the yep. goose. Duck? Uh, I, I only saw the first one. I didn't... What? Which actually... I did like. I, I did like it. I, I just haven't seen the. I all should. Three I, of I them like... are actually pretty good. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Thank God. Oh God. Take all day to go through his resume. Seriously. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, I, he, he did. Meant... The voice for the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles show. Yep. I actually think he did voice in the original one as well. Oh, he does a voice in the regular show. I love that show. Okay. Sorry, I'm getting distracted. No, you could spend all day going through his uh, (laughs) his resume. There's so much. Oh, my God. He showed up in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, Mm -hmm. my God. I I have to check if he did Star Trek at any point. (laughs) Off the top of my head, no, but I'm, I'm, I want to say no as well. Yeah, no. Yeah. How did he not end up in Star Trek? This blows my mind. Even as like a voiceover in the cartoon or something. Yeah, like, yeah. God. <laughs> Play the alien that took over for Chekhov. <laughs> yes. It's just something. Something. Um, I, you mentioned um, Nang's father. Do you mean Tibet? I actually really liked his character. Oh yeah, no, he plays he plays great characters. I like how he fucks with uh, Eddie Murphy at the beginning as like the the beggar. Yeah, <laughs> and then you meet him later. He's like, I'm not him. He's like, what are you talking about? It's what? And and, and then he, he, he's, he's telling her, oh yeah, I really like him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how they fall in love so quickly. Me neither. <laughs> like, I don't get it. They've known each other for five days. Yep. Tops. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and like at first she's just like, no, I'm not going upstairs with you. All of a sudden she's like aren't you going to invite me upstairs? And then all of a sudden they're in love. And I'm like, how are you in love? Like, how is, that's, that's not how this works. I know you beat up some guy, like weird biker dudes for him, but. Mm. I mean, I mentioned it earlier, but would you kick the guy through the water pipe and then her wet, her white shirt gets all wet? I was like, hee hee hee. Okay, so I just want such an 80s th- thing. I think she was wearing a flesh tone, like, um, like camisole or bra, because there is no nipple. No, I'm just gonna say that there is no nipple. I, I think that's what kept it PG, PG thirteen. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, because that like her getting all wet and why was she wearing white from head to toe when the whole time she was wearing? Because before that scene, she's <laughs> wearing like Tibetan like yeah colorful coat, big thing and like pants and a skirt. Yeah. You know, and then all of a sudden this one scene, she's just like, I'm gonna wear white from head to toe, so I get. <laughs> wet it's gonna be great mm-hmm. like, what it is such an 80s action movie thing to like get the main female naked or wet and... well because even at the end when she's like fighting and she's going to bed she's wearing like the like night shirt and she's like oh we have to go she doesn't put on pants she doesn't put on shoes she just like jumps out the window and then there's a whole bunch of like close-ups of her fighting people, and it's just like underpants, underpants, underpants. And she's from Tibet, a very cold country. <laughs> yeah, it makes no sense. No, you know, because I'm like, if I'm on the lamb, I'm kind of keeping on as much clothes as possible so I can like run away if necessary. Jeez, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> there were there were a lot of questions to be had at that part. Yeah, well, the whole movie is very weird. <laughs> so very weird. Well, because okay, so. One of the things I didn't remember was how dark the surrounding story was Mm -hmm. because I remember the golden child. They're trying to give, I remember the like blood oatmeal thing. 
Oh, yeah, that was and weird. That was weird, right? Because they have to like they explained it in there. They have to corrupt him on the inside so they can kill him because yeah, they sacrificed a young woman. So he could eat blood. Yeah. But OK, so that's the thing, right? So I didn't remember the bikers. I didn't remember like, you know, you see like you you are part of the murder of a young girl at the mm-hmm. beginning. So in the beginning, which no one seems to care about which nobody cares. About. So there's murder, there's sex traffic, there's not sex traffic, but like um, like human. What is it? What's it called? Like human, human, human trafficking, human trafficking. You know, um, there's biker gangs, there's like international incidents, like there's Mm -hmm. all this stuff. (laughs) And you're just like, okay, this is a lot darker than I thought it was. All I remember was Brother Numsi. And then (laughs) to me, I'm like, it's a kids movie. That was hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) It was great. (laughs) What is his name? His name is Sada Numspa. Yeah. (laughs) Which also doesn't make any sense. Yeah. (laughs) So I have a question. Mm -hmm. So as I said, I've watched this movie many times. Yeah. On this rewatching, I picked up some new stuff and everything. Isn't that fun when that happens? (laughs) It's fun when that happens. Yes. I love when I watch Jurassic Park and I know something. Oh, Jurassic Park is a great movie. Like like just movies I've watched a thousand times. And then all of a sudden you're just like, (gasps) I don't, I don't, I don't, I I didn't notice that in the scene before. Like (laughs) it happens to me every time I watch Pulp Fiction. Oh, there's, always, there's, so there's always much something I, I don't either remember or just don't notice. I did never notice before. Yeah, because he's he he's so particular about his like sets and his spaces yeah. Yeah. that most things in there have some reason to be there. And you're just like, what? Yeah. And I, I love that. about. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. You were saying. Um, so. So my question is. What? Was Sada Numspa's goal? What was what was the purpose of killing I the golden he, child? He was going to use the golden child to end the world. Is that what it was? Which which to me is always a lame bad guy move. Like, mm. why do you want to end the world? Like, no one will know what you did. You'll be dead. Like at least Thanos just wants to destroy half the universe. The other half knows what happened. <laughs> well, I mean. And- like the thing is with Thanos is that he is an environmentalist is essentially <laughs> what he is. And yeah. he's like, we're going to destroy half of you so I can at least save half of everything. Mm-hmm. So whatever. Yeah. Whereas with this guy, I was just like, why are you doing this? Yeah. What? I don't know why you're doing this. Use your wizarding powers for other stuff. <laughs> yeah. It can still be evil. Just doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, and in and the world, so lame. Yeah, and also like the part where he connects with his boss or something, you know, when he puts oh. out like a prayer mat and the walls fall away. Oh, that scene's insane! Like the fire in the background, <laughs> and he's like hovering. It was like I'll admit, I, I, I took a gummy when I watched this movie, and I was like, "Whoa, what is going on?" <laughs> Look, to be honest. It was clear that he was on a green screen, yes, but that scene is still very cool. It yeah, is it was, it was very movie. cool. Yeah, I do like this movie. But, like, that whole scene was sort of like, oh, we're having a meeting? This could have been an email. Like, it was very, you know, hey, boss, yeah, you know, I'm just down here, and, like, we've got the kid, and, you know, he doesn't want to eat some oatmeal and stuff. He's like, why doesn't he want to eat oatmeal? Isn't he hungry yet? Oh, no, but, you know, 
dudes are watching him. Blah, blah. And I'm just like, what is happening? What are you yeah. doing? <laughs> Actually, we, we haven't talked much about the kid. Like, he can bring things back from the dead. Yeah. He can touch people and control them. He touches um one of Charles Dance's henchmen mm-hmm. and instantly falls, not falls in love with him, but uh, like starts, you know, doesn't want the kid to be hurt. Yeah, I think it's like he like lightens them or whatever. Yeah. Why were his henchmen monsters or like, I didn't understand. Did I miss something? Well, I, I, they weren't I, monsters, but they were like, they were humanoids with like deformities or like one so, of them looked like an original Star Trek Klingon. I thought like with the <laughs> little face bump. Oh yeah, that's true. I, um, like I, the girl mentioned at the beginning that they might be demons, okay. but it's like a passing sentence that is yeah. is thrown out there. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, they're demons. That explains the the what Eddie Murphy calls him, like the monkey guy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have no idea. Like, <laughs> well, this is the thing that was bothering me. I'm like, a lot of this stuff seems pointless and unexplained, mm-hmm. and not like I need like an in depth explanation for everything, but just like a little bit of like, oh, they're weird looking because of this reason or. Yeah. The reason he's doing this is for this reason. I don't care how he got to Earth or, you know, where he came from. Just be like, I'm here to do this thing. Did they ever explain how Charles Dance got his powers? Why he's a wizard? Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if I missed something. Yeah. Well, with the ending, I just assumed he was a demon, so that's where the things came from. Okay. Yeah. I'm doing a lot of shrugging, guys. I'm doing a lot of shrugging. <laughs> it's a really strange movie. It's a very strange Like, movie. have we talked about the smoking uh, snake lady woman behind the curtain? No. <laughs> she's 500 years old and is in a basement in L.A. for some reason. Yeah, I don't... She smokes a lot of cigarettes. <laughs> I don't know. It's atmosphere, I tell you. It's atmosphere. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like, well, this is the problem. Like, like the thing is, it's like there are scenes in this movie that are cool, mm-hmm. but they don't seem to fit together no. in any way, really. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a hodgepodge of <laughs> yeah. stuff. Very yeah. strange. Eddie Murphy fighting wizards. It, it's I don't know. I it was just so bonkers. I I really appreciate it for that. I've been saying that word a lot, but it, the movie really is bonkers. <laughs> it is bonkers, actually. <laughs> No, but I, I like, I watch, unlike Godzilla, I watch this movie going, what is going on in a yeah. good way? Yeah, I wasn't gro- groaning or annoyed. And it, 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 it's, a, it's a solid hour and a half. Like, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't, doesn't drag. I wasn't bored at any point. Mm-hmm. I laughed a bunch, like, especially, uh, I, I can't remember what he says. Like, when he sees Star, Stardo, like, sorry, you, you do it so well. Oh, Brother Noomse. Yeah, that is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, that it, is. It gave me is... actual fo- actual Foley vibe from uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, mm. yeah. When he's like trying to be like trying to be pretending uh, to be uh, like I think he shows up at a wedding or something and he's trying to he's um, one of the movies. And, uh, like the... he's the caterer and, and very bombastic. Anyway, yeah, he's giving me those vibes. <laughs> well, because even the part, even though it's very disrespectful, when he goes to the Tibetan temple and they've got to like spin the thing to talk, and he's like, ah, ah, I want the knife. I want the knife, please. <laughs> it still makes me laugh. It's it was so funny. It was stupid. So it funny. still yeah. makes me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure if I should be offended, but like, are they making fun of Tibetan? Are they all made up? 
Well, this is one of my problems with this movie. I'm like, like, I cannot, I don't know enough about Tibetan culture. I don't know, I don't know any Tibetan people as far as I know. And so I am watching this and they're not, it seems to just be like one of those things you're like, ancient Chinese secrets this they wanted to switch it up like, ancient Tibetan secret you yeah, know it, like it, it's a Hollywood trope like ooh, the the Far East it's mystical ooh, we yeah. don't understand what's going on you know yeah it, it's it's like the uh the sexy Asian woman trope like yeah they don't like, they, they don't give Keenang much like much character yeah she's hot and she can fight yeah she just beats and up she's people not even Asian. and she's like hey I'm cool and you're like yeah. okay sure yeah but Eddie Murphy falls in love with her like that yeah, but she also falls in love with him like that. Because yeah. well, who wouldn't? He's a man's charming. <laughs> not in this movie. He's an ass. Like he is amusing. Don't get yeah. me wrong. But if I if I was her, I would have punched him. Like <laughs> he says some not very nice things to her, and he like True. insults her culture. True. Because yes, I know some of the things she says to him are ridiculous and strange. And like that can't be true. Mm-hmm. But still, she's there. She's here for a reason. She's like, I'm doing this thing. And he's just like, oh, I'm going to smoke a joint out of your your uh, your scroll. Well, wouldn't we here. act the same way if we met someone like that who's talking about mysticism and, and yeah, magic? Yeah, I would have rolled my eyes. Be a little more polite. And, but... Yeah, I would have been more polite about it where yeah. he was he's openly boxed it. it. Yeah. Like, and he's kind of like Scully in the way. Like, it takes him a long time to accept it. Yeah. Even, even though he's seen all these this crazy shit. Mm-hmm. well because he only really starts to kind of accept it when he goes through the trials to get the knife or whatever mm-hmm. right yeah. um but before that even though he had the weird dream and he saw the blood in the bowl he wakes up with a cut on his arm right down the center but, yeah and, and he was Charles still dance like, cut. it's not real yep. must be an explanation for this yeah i don't know but uh, that guy needs to cut his nails because he's scratching people in the worst way. <laughs> I don't understand good. how you take a go to the bathroom with nails like that. How do you function in society with long nails, like super long? Like I don't. Well, I, I don't understand. I like I don't I don't like right now I do have long nails. Yeah, but they're not as. Like, I've seen them. They're not. Like, like like I've seen some women with like the clip-on nails that are super long, like out to here. Sorry, this yeah, is visual, but. I'm like, how do you wipe your phone? <laughs> oh, that's that's my thing. Like, I just don't understand how you do normal things. Like, how do you type? How do you button a shirt? How do you comb your hair? Like, you know. But usually, if they've got nails like that, they're acrylic, so they're they're not like regular nails. They're mm-hmm. they're thick and they're a polymer that has been dried to, you know, your nail. So they're meant not to break. And when they do break, they take your actual nail with it. And it's usually very painful. Oh, God. So, I don't understand long nails. It's not my, I don't. It's a, it's an aesthetic. Like, I don't, I don't have a problem with it. Oh, I mean, you it's not, do you, but. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't get it. It just seems like an unnecessary hassle. <laughs> you know, look, these are. Maybe some guys like the, it. I don't know. The unnecessary pressures that are put on women by our patriarchal society. Oh, name me 50. <laughs> Come on, Tracy. <laughs> uh, yeah, good, good point. Good point. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yes, we are not going to start talking about patriarchal society in our issue. with the patriarchy. Right okay, <laughs> we're talking about the golden child, yes, we and we're just going to be ridiculous about it because damn. Okay, <laughs> this movie's <damn>. ridiculous, <laughs> <laughs> but in a good way. In mm-hmm. a good way. Yes. Yeah. Um, what were you, I don't even remember what we're talking about. <laughs> Who knows? We're, we got off the rails. <laughs> got off the rails. Yes. Just like this movie. Um, uh, oh, I was going to ask a question. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so the part where he gets goes into the cave and he goes through his trials. Like he, you know, he walks over little stones and goes on the bridge and the bridge like goes up in flames and has to drink the water and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, he calls back, you know, and asks, like, has anybody ever succeeded this? And he said, uh, they said no, uh, which means they didn't say nobody's never, nobody's ever tried. They said mm-hmm. nobody's ever succeeded. But my question is, who is going in there and rebuilding that bridge every time it goes up in flames? Yeah, every time someone needs this, uh, this magical yeah they're like turn on the lights we're coming in lower the bridge like i know it's <laughs> what like how many ancient bridges are there like it doesn't yeah. make any sense at least in the last crusade indy was the first one to be there yes so, so it makes sense is, that's the way it is yes uh my other question is <laughs> with the bridge being gone how did he get back out well isn't wasn't that the joke like he's like turn the lights on i'm ready to go and then it just cuts it just scene. cuts to the next scene. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, did they turn on the lights? Is that how it worked? Is there a back yeah. door? Like, this, do you have to uh, climb the through the The father lowers a rope. <laughs> I was just like, how is he getting back this out? Way, but... <laughs> so those are, those are my two big questions. <laughs> That's it? <laughs> those are my two big questions. I am done. <laughs> that is it. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I just like, like with Godzilla, I just have a bunch of like random notes uh like that kid's adorable i don't know uh because they show him right at the beginning and he's like all wide-eyed and stuff and looking all mm. he's like ah. and then it cuts to sada noomsi and his noom spa sorry that's his real name sada noom spa, noom spa uh, yeah. <laughs> and he's like walking with his minions to this tibetan temple to seal the kid and the the music that comes out that is so synthy and so 80s is oh, so loud that's one of my notes 80s music rocks <laughs> <laughs> that's what i wrote down i like like even like when the opening scene of uh, eddie murphy where he's walking putting up the the flyers there's this weird age music going on I'm like this is awesome <laughs> i like this is this is perfect for this. perfect yeah perfect. perfect i love it um i found it funny like when um uh sardo numspa i gotta look over my notes every time <laughs> say it properly screw it when charles dance is with his like army to attack the temple everyone is in full winter gear except him mm-hmm. i love when movies do that like they'll be in like antarctica or there'll be john snow walking through the What's north of the wall called? It's just north of the wall, I think. North north of the wall. All his men who are nameless are, you know, covered up and warm. He's got a he's got no hat on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, because the, 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 uh, the movies don't want to cover up their actors. Yeah, but I'm sorry. Every single time. Jon Snow has a glorious man hair that protects <laughs> him naturally. He's what are you to, talking about? He would freeze to death. <laughs> his <laughs> ears would fall off. <laughs> But the difference is Sada Numspa is some sort of demon from hell. So maybe he's he's he runs hot. 
that's, that's a great point. Actually. He doesn't need it. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't yeah. need it. Yeah. So that's what I was getting from that. You fixed it for me. <laughs> See, I fixed it. See, logical. But but but, but logical. Watch out for it. Whenever there's like a winter scene or like uh, a scene with torrential rain, they will not cover up the main actors because they mm-hmm. want to see their face. Um, yeah, it, that's why everybody see- was drenched in Godzilla. Like everybody's <laughs> just like, nobody thinks about carrying an umbrella, even though it's nope. been pouring rain for days. They're all just like, we're going to have a 10 yep. minute conversation it, like as buckets of water are thrown on me. Somehow Matthew Broderick finds a pharmacy to get the pregnancy uh, test, <laughs> but he can't find an umbrella. <laughs> no, they don't exist. Not in that world. They, they've never fixed this problem. It's yeah. like Kate, it's Kate and Leopold all over again. I've oh never. That's with um Hugh, not Hugh Grant. That's with um oh my god, I love this man. Uh, Hugh, Hugh Jackman and um Meg Ryan. Meg Ryan. I've never seen that movie. It doesn't turn out like they're they're, they're related. That movie makes me so angry. No, that's not what it is. It, it, there's something gross about it, right? It's, it's also Leeb Shibra is also in it. Yeah. What's the gross thing about that movie? It's not gross. It's just bad. No, there's something in that movie that's gross. I remember someone telling me about. No. Because. Doesn't he travel through time and he meets his ancestor or his, his descendant, but then they bang? No, the, the, okay, so her roommate, is this her roommate or her ex-boyfriend or something, finds a time portal by jumping off the Brooklyn Bridge and it goes back to whatever, 18, whatever it is. Yeah. And, um, yeah, he fools around with random people and he, there's a whole discussion about maybe I'm my own grandfather. I remember that. Okay. But I don't I don't remember a lot of details. All I remember is is that Hugh Jackman is supposed to be the guy who invents the elevator and when they he brings him back to modern times. So all of the buildings <gasps> don't have elevators in them, but but they all have elevator shafts and everybody knows about elevators. And I am just like if they don't that's, exist, yeah, why would you stupid. build a building with an elevator shaft and why would people still know about elevators? Yeah. It makes no sense. Also, okay, they wouldn't build buildings 80 stories high because no one's fucking walking that up every, you know. Oh my God. You understand. Our entire world would be different. <laughs> okay. Architecturally speaking. So No, I, I remember at a party, someone told me there's something gross about that. Anyways, I'll look it up later. Yeah, look at I don't remember. If you can put the, in the show notes. <laughs> I don't remember the gross part of it. But... Unless I'm mixing it up with another time travel. Oh, lots of lots of the time travel ones are kind of. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Oh, time traveler's wife. Uh, Eric Bana goes back to the. Um... Yeah, what's it? Uh, from a. Uh... It's Rachel McAdams. Isn't Rachel it? McAdams as a child. He goes to see the love of his life as a child, and he's, he's acting like husbandly to her. It's so weird. <laughs> I've never watched the movie, but that makes me uncomfortable. I actually really like the movie. I I I. I Never read the book, but I, I did really like the movie. Mm-hmm. The one movie I, I love rom com time travel. <laughs> That's why I'm shocked I haven't seen Kate Leopold. Have you seen a, uh, about time? About time. I knew you were going to bring movie that up. Movie makes me no, fall every time. T- every time he sees his dad for the last time, my, I'm just Niagara Falls. I'm just like. <laughs> I've funny, seen that movie like ten times. The funny thing is that is a movie that is on my list to watch. Not Time Travelers Live, but About Time, and I just oh. haven't gotten around to watching it. Oh, if you want to do like a special podcast, I'm, I'm in. <laughs> you should do like a <laughs> special time travel rom-com. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I'm sorry. About about Time is awesome. I, I really yeah. think you'll like it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll, I'll push it up my list. And sorry, I, I said I cried. I, 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 I thought you'd say it. Okay. 
So uh, I swear to God, he's getting weepy already just thinking about it, guys. He totally is. <laughs> but is it? Isn't it the bad guy from Star Wars? It's the guy who travels. No, it, it's Bill Nye or Bill Nye. No, he plays the father, isn't he? Yeah, he's the father, uh, and then it's, no, but oh, isn't oh, I'm the sorry, guy yes, who's yes. traveling? It's, he's um, the bad guy. It's uh oh god, he's he's an Irish actor. Uh like yeah, he's the red. And his, his father's famous too. Um, yeah, uh, I don't, I don't remember what his name is. This. <laughs> this is not fun for your audience. <laughs> I have no idea what that guy's name is. This I is what a party is like with me and Tracy. We're like, oh, you know that guy from that movie? Uh, the, 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 the. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. And then we just continue and ignore looking it up because we both know the reference. Yeah. But, but for other then, people, they're just like, what are you? Two hours later, about? we're in a new board game and it's, oh, it's so and so. You're like, oh, that guy. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. All right, I'm going to cheat. <laughs> I, I... Wait, 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 wait. It's Donald Gleason. I, I, I didn't get to it. I there you it. go. And, yeah, and his father good. is Brendan Gleason. Who's Brendan Gleason? Um, look, he was type him up, you'll, you'll recognize him. He is very, he's he's in a lot of good. Have you ever seen In Bruges? Yes. So he he's the uh, he's not calling calling um. I'm bad at it. He what? he's the hitman. Not not he. There's two hitmen, right? There's him and Colin Farrell. So he's the one who throws himself off the tower. At the That's end. his father. The father. Yeah. Oh, I know that guy. That guy's in tons of shit. That guy's great. He's yeah, mean. First, first time I saw Donald Gleason was about about time, or at least I, I recognized him, and then I, I noticed him in a Black Mirror episode, one of my favorites. Was um, he also in like? Uh, I know he did he, Peter Rabbit, and was he yeah. in? Wasn't he in one of the uh, Harry Potter movies or something? Yeah, he's um, uh, he plays the twins of um, twin brothers of uh, uh, Ron Weasley. Yeah. Right. I, don't, I, I know. Don't. I know how you feel about Harry Potter. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not with you. Like on the hate, the hate of Harry Potter. I, I, I just think Harry Potter is okay. I don't hate Harry my Potter. My mom and my friends love it. So, like, I don't hate Harry Potter. The way you talk about it, it kind I of just think, you. I just think it's a lie, and I can't watch the movies. Yeah. So there. So I've never read the it. books. I've seen all the movies. Um, the last, the last uh, Fantastic Beast. Oh, what a shitty movie! <laughs> oh bad it, the, the first one was okay i hated that i hated. i was so angry it was I the first the it was the first harry potter movie that i was like i want to see that movie that movie looks good and then i watched right. the movie and i was like this is bullshit yeah Sorry. i like some of it like it, the second one oh my god if so i ever win a bet with you i need to like make you watch it like once a week once a week once a week for a year i will fight you <laughs> it is the worst movie. fight you <laughs> johnny depp is so bad in it, it oh god Mm-hmm. Okay, we're not okay. Sorry, we're rock gonna, track here. <laughs> we are going to talk about Harry Potter another time. You have to do a special Fine. episode and bring Jess and like some other the uh, Harry Potter friends on. <laughs> Harry Potter is coming up. It's it's part. Wait, oh, wait you own some? I own the first movie. Yeah. Has anyone claimed it yet? Uh, yeah, I think it's Austin who's doing it. Oh, you, you gotta have Jess. If, like, if you can do it, like break it out. <laughs> Hmm, maybe it, well it's two movies right it's it's just the first harry potter and heat so oh damn yeah oh, I love heat. so i don't know well because austin's got two more episodes and there's that episode he's doing by himself for right now and then the next episode he's doing with someone else yeah so maybe we can talk austin into doing a oh, I, don't group I, I don't know if jess wants to do it i just i just know how much he loves Oh, <laughs> yeah, and but I, that, that means we're gonna, just, <laughs> we're gonna get in an argument. 
while watching it. I'm going to be so frustrated watching it. Oh, movie. you I'm love like, movie oh. arguments, though. <laughs> I kind of do, I must admit. <laughs> That's why you must have me and Mike on for Fury Road. <laughs> it's happening. It's going to happen. Fury Road is not part of the collection, but Mad Max is. So then we can talk about Fury Road. Nice. Yeah. Wait, uh, which Mad Max do you want? Uh, Thunderdome. Oh, God. That's like the worst one. Uh, it's got Tina Turner in it. It can't be the worst one. I don't know what you're talking about. It's even okay. better than. It's even worse than the first one. The first one's very low budget Australian. Um, what's it called? Oz, Oz exploitation. Yeah. Was a genre, and um, it, it is very very low budget. But it's mm-hmm. fun watching Mel Gibson run down bikes who killed twice. I mean, it was it, like what? wasn't it his first major role? One of them, yeah. It's mm. one of his first, and then um uh. uh the Road Warrior is just one of my favorite. Yeah, that's just, that's the second one, right? I, I debate in my head if I like Fury Road better than Road Warrior. I I, I, I don't. I, I can't pick one. They're both so good. Honestly, I haven't watched the other ones enough to be able to do that in my head. Yeah. All I know is that Fury Road... <sighs> Wait, should we say this know what? Fury Road? No, <laughs> I'm going to... I'm not... I'm going to keep my thoughts to myself for right now. I don't need hate mail as yet. <laughs> it's just me and Mike. <laughs> we're just we're just gonna wait. We're yeah. just gonna wait. Okay. I think part of that episode will make me watch Fury Road. Um, you're gonna have to. Yeah, Fury I, I, Road. Hope, I hope it warms your heart and you realize yes. you've been wrong this whole time. <laughs> I doubt it. I'm oh, um, it, it, if they show that movie to bring people back to theaters, like you know, I, I think they'll pick some movies, like like you know, they're showing Jurassic out. Park and and. I, if they, I want to see that movie in theater. Well, to be honest, like it's really mm-hmm. sad that a lot of the drive-ins are shut down because this is a great time for drive-ins. Like mm-hmm. with summer on the way, um, and you know, just get like get in a car with like one other person or even like one person a car. As long as it's it's proper, like it's your household is in the vehicle, not like yeah. a bunch of friends or whatever. It would be great. So like you can still see movies, but. You know, I think there's like one drive-in in Toronto, and the next one's in like Orangeville or some crap. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I've never been to a drive-in. Do? I've never been to. Um, there is a possibility I was at a drive-in at a time before I can remember. Things. Oh yeah, maybe so, as a kid I was brought to one, but I don't. Yeah, don't remember. As in, a, like, as between for sure between the ages of like six and now, I have not been to a drive-in. Mm-hmm. Um, I have done like the outdoor showings that they show in like um like High Park and yeah, um, yeah, Christie yeah, Pits. Yeah. Um, but I haven't been to a drive-in. So yeah, that's different because at least you're like on a blanket or a chair. Like mm-hmm. I don't I don't think I would enjoy sitting in my car listening to something through the through the, the car speakers. Well I don't know if I would enjoy that. I well, I don't know why. Like as long as your windshield is clean and you're seeing <laughs> it and the speakers are good speakers, I don't see I I, they it, should it should technically be as loud as being in a theater and stuff so mm-hmm. you're in an encompassed space because actually i think now i think about it i think the drive-ins now they don't give you a speaker it's like a it's a dial on your radio you go yeah, to yeah. and it you pipes through that yeah. yeah or that's what at least i've seen in movies or someone's told me that I don't know. If you got a good system in your car, it'd be fine. Our car's not a little old. So I don't know if it would. But, but, but even if it was the best sound system, I don't know how I mean. I mean, I guess I got to try it one day. Yeah, just try it. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't see, I don't see what the problem would be. You're in comfy chairs that are reclinable. Just relax. Mm-hmm. Have your own snacks. I, I just yeah. don't want to sit in a car more than I have. To. I'm not a car person. I, I don't. 
I it just just to give you from point A to point B. I want to be in as little as possible. <laughs> really? No, I, yeah. I like I said, I go to New York once uh, once a year. That's a ten hour drive, man, and I love. Yeah, I yeah, like I, it. I, my one time in New York, we drove because we it was a bachelor party and we were trying to save money. Mm-hmm. Long ass drive. We left I Toronto at midnight, got there at nine in the morning or yeah. ten in the morning. Mm-hmm. We were so tired. I could not yeah. do that now. <laughs> no, I've I've done the overnight drive to New York for sure. I've done that yeah. before. Um, the problem is, is a, a lot of the highways are not lit at night. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah. when you're in the between cities. And, and when I drove, it was, um, it's pitch black. There, there was a storm. I don't know if it was winter, if it was raining or if it was, yeah, I think it was raining and it was not, it was not fun to drive because yeah. my friends were asleep and I was, it wasn't my car either. So I wasn't used to it. No, somebody's got to be awake with you the whole time. Yeah, I'm, I'm lucky I didn't kill them. <laughs> Cause you're right. A lot of the parts aren't lit. Mm-hmm. And then when we, it was light, we were in Pennsylvania for one part of it. And there's so many G- uh, crosses and Jesus will save you signs. I was like, Jesus is hilarious. <laughs> I love that that's the hilarious part. Yeah, it kept me awake because I got to laugh at Jesus is going to save you. <laughs> it, it, no, it was constant though. It wasn't like once in a while. It was, <laughs> anyways. There was just too much. <laughs> but unlike in Golden Child, there ain't that much moving crosses in this Ooh, one. what a segue. Segue. Bringing us back on track. <laughs> You know, lean weirdly forward and you move forward with it. It's fine. <laughs> um, see, look, I did a segue about a segue. Done. Yeah. I am killing it today. Um, it's fine. I did write down one crazy line that um, Yuki Nang said. Is it about the Americans? No, it was about the dragon. Remember what she said about a dragon? Um, no. Is- so <laughs> she says at one point, I was raped by a dragon. Or, no, 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 no. Or somebody was raped by a dragon, and no, it gives them the power. It's the, it's the, it's the, the snake lady behind the thing. Snake lady, that's it, that's it. Yeah, because she would. He was like, he asked her. He's just like, well, how do you live to be five hundred years? Oh, one of her ancestors was raped by a dragon, and you're just, and they just walk away like, from it. What? <laughs> this is a PG thirteen movie. It's like when we saw Gremlins for the uh, the Christmas special, and and uh, what's her face um, brings up the. How her dad was killed in the chimney, <laughs> Santa. Like and you're this like is so dark, dark. Yeah. Look, why are you yeah. bringing up like it's not a children's movie, but like it's for kids, I guess. Like it's PG thirteen. Mm-hmm. Why are you bringing up rape? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and the thing is too is like it was such like a like I actually think it was meant to be humorous, and it was just so flippant, and they no. just like cut as soon as she said it, and I it was like and wrote it down. And we're like, aren't aren't we gonna talk about this? Is nobody? Is, that's it. We're just, I'd we're just like, leaving it. Um, there's dragons, like just even just that. <laughs> like, and they're rapey. <laughs> exactly. Like, like, how does that even work? <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I don't even. Know. Maybe maybe than... maybe dragons are like you know how Zeus used to come to Earth and like you know, disguise themselves yeah. as different things. Maybe that's what dragons did okay, okay. and came down and was just like, oh, we're going to get it on. I'm a goose now. And just, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I'm sorry. If you read enough of those like Zeus stories and all the people he raped and stuff, you're just like, who's having sex with a goose? Yeah. He disguised himself as a goose. And you're just like, yeah, I'm going to do it. What? And Zeus is a good guy. <laughs> yeah. Like it makes no sense. You're just like, and this is the God that you were like praising. Mm-hmm. What? Ah, it's like religion is kind of bullshit. Sorry, I'm sorry. Um, that's not considered religion anymore. It's considered mythology. Uh, yeah, I guess nobody now really believes different. 
Isn't yeah. that crazy? At some point, um, Christianity will be mythology, probably. Yeah. And Islam and Judea, like, you know, it, it, so much time will have passed where it'll be like mm-hmm. the Greek God. In a sense. Yeah, because, well, because that's the thing. It's It seems to be a point in time tells you when something is, whether you're part of a cult, whether you're part of a religion, or whether you believe in mythology. Th- those, yeah. are the, those are the three things that <laughs> seem to be, you know, the trajectory of all of these things. I mean, some yeah. things last longer than others, but I don't know. But like the Greek gods and Roman gods and stuff, that was hundreds of years, right? Just like oh, with like- Oh, the f- I, I'd say thousands probably. Right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah because- like- yeah. Well, it's like it's like the Egyptian gods, right? Like I don't think anyone believes. Yeah, no, Egypt's Muslim now. Uh, so, so that that was tens of thousands of years, probably. Mm-hmm. You know? But but also part of those things being relegated to mythology has to do with things like religious wars and crusades, where they just murdered people who didn't yeah. believe in other things. Well, let's hope so. that's not happen, happen again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sure. They're going to kill the atheists and agnostics first, so we're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Fine. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, just make sure, stay fit, learn to run, you know, oh, no. I, pick a weapon. I, I, must push, I must push back on this because I, I, I read a stat in the news and I was like, this is great. I think it was less than 30% of Americans go to church or it was even like, 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 think, like our, um, I, I can't remember the exact percentage, but it was like, like, um, it was less than thirty percent of Americans, North Americans, like say religion in their life is important. Oh, so okay. It, it, it's it's been declining for a while, mm-hmm. and I it was thirty or forty percent. I can't remember. Yeah, I but was shocked. I, I I was surprised. So wait, at first you said go to church, and then think religion well, it, is important. Those are yeah, two different I, things. I, I, I can't remember exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't have brought it up because I don't have the stats in front of me. Oh, okay. But, but, no, it was, but, but, but what it meant was it it, it is declining. Hmm. But is it's, that especially with millennials? I know this seems to be a very deep topic for what we're talking about. But well, Golden very, Child brings it up. Yeah, I mean, kind of. You got to believe in something, right? Yeah. Um, but my question to that is like, um, why, like, why do you think that's a? Do you think that decline is a good thing? Like, I know you're an atheist. I do. Yes. Why? I don't think you need religion to be a good person. Agreed, but. Why does the decline make it a good thing? Because you can be a good person and be religious. I think because of religion, a lot of bad things happen in the world. Mm-hmm. You don't say the opposite. Like I know communism was not religious. Not yeah. to, you know, there's the opposite too. But um, from my point of view, I, if it works for you, good. I'm not against that. Like good on you. I, I don't. I don't like organized because it's usually used for bad. Like not usually. Well, to be honest, I think with any movement, whether um, it's good or bad, the loudest people are the ones that are heard. And I think um, that's one of the biggest problems, like especially with religion is one of them. And as a person who considers myself to be a feminist, a -hmm. lot of my friends were like, you're not a feminist. I'm just like, how am I not a feminist? Because I'm not a giant bitch and think all men should die. They're like, yeah. I'm like, that's not what feminism is. That's militant that's just, feminism. <laughs> that's just the people who who yell the loudest. That's yeah. that's totally different, right? And I yeah. think that's the same thing with religion. It's like the people who are extremists, the people who are yeah. really loud, they ruin something that could be good. 
There's extremist atheists who um, don't want Christmas up because, or, you know, if you see a cross, it has to be taken down. Like, I'm not like that at all. No, no. People want to, people can believe whatever they want to believe. I agree. I absolutely agree. As long as church and state is separate, that's all separate. That's all I care about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Don't use your religion to oppress me. And I don't care what you believe in. That's, that's the real, the real thing. And, and to be clear, right. I am not a religious person. Mm-hmm. Um, I consider myself to be an agnostic. Um, I was raised Catholic. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also always had a fascination with religion. So I know a surprising amount about religion. Yeah, I, I, I find all that kind of stuff. I find it fascinating. I find it Don't interesting, you know, um, but like, but it's true. Like, I, I agree with what you're saying. Um, I don't know if a decline in religion is a good thing. Um, well, look, look how it's used in the States, especially in politics, like Republican Party. Yeah, but it is Republicans... used for really bad thing. Like, gay people. Like, why do you still hate gay people? Why? Yeah, there's no there's no point to to <laughs> end the nicest that, people. <laughs> it's it's no. I mean, to me, like. Gay people can be assholes just like well, I, I know. Else. I know. I, I was okay. making a joke. Yeah. I, I, but my thing is, it's like, I don't understand what the big deal is if two men or two women who are consenting adults want to get it on behind closed doors. That's fine. Yeah. Personally, I don't care if you're gay, you're straight, you're you're whatever you want to be called. Poly, uh, whatever. Yeah. But if you're standing somewhere <laughs> in public and you're groping and making out... Go the fuck home, oh, okay? Yeah. Oh, it, has nothing, it has nothing <laughs> to do with you being gay. It has nothing to do with you being straight. Mm-hmm. I just don't need to see that shit, yeah. okay? Well, that's, that's, that's my argument. problem. That's yeah. public displays of affection. <laughs> yeah, like, no, like, there's there's nothing wrong with holding hands or a peck on the cheek. But mm. I have seen some ridiculous things in public where I'm just like, what the fuck? Dude, when it's youngins and I feel old saying this, I'm like, ah, give them a break because maybe they're, you know, they're still both with their parents. And, I don't care. You know, there's only time they can make out. Yeah, like, All right. go, go around a corner. Don't be in the middle of Young <laughs> Street on a sidewalk blocking where I'm walking so you can make out. No. Does this happen to you a lot? It has COVID? happened. <laughs> <Pre-COVID>. <laughs> really? <Yes. laughs> You're very angry about that. I don't think this. We're very annoyed by this. Look, as a person, I have done a lot of clubbing. I've gone to lots of bars. Yep, I had my days. I, I have come home at three, four o'clock in the morning. And I know there's less people on the street and stuff. But at the same time, it is surprising how many people are just standing in the middle of a sidewalk or blocking traffic or just like lying on a lawn, just getting it on. I'm just huh. like, dude, jeez. I'm more like, oh, yeah, you, you go. You, you, you. No. I'm just like, ugh. Use a condom. I'm also a cynic. Can you tell? I'm also a cynic. <laughs> no, I can't tell at all. <laughs> but anyways, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. What religion is the golden child? I don't know. See, I don't think it's a real, like, Tibetan is, um, oh my God. What's the Dalai Lama? That, that's, uh, it's Buddhism. Buddhism. Thank you. Um, th- th- they never mentioned Buddhism. I don't know much about it, but I, I think the stuff they show in the movie is not Buddhism. Or is it Confucianism or Taoism or I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't I, I don't know which one is what is. I'm guessing it's just they didn't pick like maybe they're taking elements from different religions. My guess is it's nothing. It's not real religion. 
Yeah, maybe they were just trying to be so, um, what do you call it? Ambiguous about it. Yeah. So that nobody can officially be like, you're making fun of us. Yeah, yeah. Like, like when the movie started, I thought, oh, this is the Dalai Lama that Charles Dance is trying to steal. But, mm-hmm. but, but then when he started to have magic, magical powers, I'm like, oh. No. <laughs> it's every 20 generations. No, every thousand generations a golden child was born. Which is to save bonkers. How, how in the hell did this, this religion survive? Mm-hmm. But that's, <laughs> if, it, if it's like, oh, in 19 generations, yeah, we'll have a golden child. Okay, okay. So I'm gonna have yeah, but this I'm is gonna be thou- long, long dead. This is a thousand generations. Oh, okay. So that so on average, a generation that, forty years, twenty years. The generation is twenty years. So that's twenty thousand years since the last golden child. Well, no, 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 no. So you, you have to divide point oh, thousand divided by what? No, it's a thousand generations. So it's, so it's one hundred sixty. It's one hundred sixty-seven years. No. A gener- No, it says a thousand generations. One yeah. generation is 20 years. So you multiply a thousand by 20. Oh, yeah, 20,000 and then divide by 12 which is the months. Okay, so it's, it's every 1,700 years. Why are you dividing by 12? What are you talking about? So you get a uh, 12 months a year. Oh, my. Why would you, why would you divide by 12? I don't know. <laughs> There's no way supposed to. Maybe the bottle of wine is affecting me. Wait, isn't your whole job... To do numbers and counting. <laughs> hey, wait, we should probably cut this out. But a thousand years divided by twenty. Multiply. Oh, so, by sorry, 20. sorry, sorry. Generation. Sorry, sorry. It shouldn't be twelve. It should be divided by twenty. Twenty thousand no, divided mult- by. 20. No. No. It is one thousand generations, okay. and a generation is twenty years. Okay, it is twenty times a thousand. That's oh, it. you're right. You're right. That's it. Twenty thousand years. So the last golden child was. Oh my! The the pyramids weren't even built yet. <laughs> So, okay, yeah, this took me a while to get here. I don't understand why. I was like, what? Yeah, why are you dividing? Dividing? Well, What are you doing? This? It's 20. Cut this out so I don't look so stupid. <laughs> no, it is staying. Damn it. <laughs> All right, I deserve it. I'll probably cut part of it. It's fine. No, you, you should leave it. In. I'm, I'm never going to listen. I'll never know. I can't listen You'll to myself. Talk. <laughs> I listen to your podcast except my episodes. Oh, okay. Why? They're good. No, no. <laughs> I don't want to hear myself. Uh, but, but yes, every 20,000 years, a golden child is born to save the earth. So, so. this religion 20,000 years ago set up this golden child uh, story, which is apparently true. And then for 20,000 years, they passed this down to their ancestors and it never changed. They remembered every, like, that's, that's insane. Mm-hmm. So, like, okay. So according to a quick Google... Mm-hmm. Humans first appeared on Earth seven million years ago, right? Yeah. So seven million. One, two. Because I think the ancient pyramids were built what ten thousand BC, or or that's when the Egyptian civilization started, something like that. So apparently, there have been three hundred and fifty golden children. In our history since the dawn of so man, far. since the dawn of man, yes. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. We weren't even human seven million years ago. I. I, I don't know. Were we primordial sludge? <laughs> There's one sludge. It's the golden child. Yeah. And they made tools 2.5 million years ago. So wait, so, but the golden child is to save the earth from the 
demons. I'm I did not understand what the golden child said. I don't know what he was supposed to save us from or anything. So I, I don't. Is it to defeat Charles Dance? But that's what Eddie Murphy did. <laughs> yeah, I, that's the thing. I don't know. And this it is- sounds like the golden child can be used to destroy the world. Maybe we should stop having golden children. Yeah, because if you corrupt the golden child, then, yeah. you know, he can be used to destroy the world. Yeah. What, what, what if the golden child's raised by a, a monster? Like, 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 what if Superman is evil? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they have they have studied that. Yeah. But it turns out Superman becomes good anyways. <laughs> you know, as long as he lands on an Iowa farm. Well, according to Red Sun, where he landed in Russia, Russia instead, yeah, 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 I've heard of that. Um, like he, he be like he does everything for Russia. So America's just like he's bad because he's doing things for Russia. Yeah, and then he becomes like good, and it's mm-hmm. like I don't want to kill people. <laughs> I'm like, all right, sure. I don't know. Well, it's about whatever values are instilled in you. It's nature versus nurture. I think is what it's called. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Have you seen *Brightburn*? No, I have not. Which is it, kind of the. It's yeah. Thing it's super. Right? It's basically a Superman kid shows up on a farm, and despite what the parents do, the kid's evil. Mm-hmm. It's 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 low budget, but there's two deaths in the movie that just like my jaw was on the floor. I couldn't believe how grat like he kills his uncle in a way. I was just like, oh my god! <laughs> okay. I was like, I, I've seen a lot of fucked up shit because of horror movies. Yeah, and I was like, "Whoa, this is too much!" <laughs> in a good way. Like, like I was just like, I was shocked. Yeah, yeah. Every <clears throat> once in a while, some filmmakers take a step a little too far, and you're just like, "Oh no!" See, I don't think it was too far. I was just oh, like, "Really?" No, it, it it was just it was just so shocking. You gotta watch it. I think Netflix or Crave got it recently. Mm-hmm. It's really, I really liked it. I'm, okay. I'm curious what you would think about it. I'd have a look at it. It's basically, Superman horror movies, sort of like it's. It's not a horror movie per se, but it's got horror movie elements in it. Well, honestly, that was one of the reasons why I didn't watch it because I saw the ad for it. I was like, oh, it's bad Superman. Eh. That's yeah. what I thought. <laughs> I mean, it, it is. It really is. Mm-hmm. I mean, like we're watching Invincible. Omni-Man is bad. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, he is. Now that I think about it. You know, but he, I mean, wait, wait but you know what? But it's not really about Omni-Man though, right? It's about his son. And yeah, that's, but Omni-Man is now the, the villain now. Well, but that's the thing I kind of like about Invincible is that it has all of the tropes of all of the other superheroes around him, mm-hmm. but it's not about them. It's about him. Yeah. But he's he's more of a of a flying Spider-Man than than anything else. I Wait, Invincible or Omni-Man? Invincible. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, Definitely. he's a wisecracking teenager who's just like, oh, I can do stuff. This is cool. And he's he's having tr- he's, he's struggling with his like his work his regular life girlfriend his identity and his superhero abilities. Yeah. yeah, you know, going on. Well, at, at least Invincible has parents. Definitely <laughs> text me after you watch in the last Invincible episode. Yeah, I, I am. You should, once we end this, you should watch it. Okay. <laughs> um, my, my friend Dylan and Toby texted me like three. They're like, oh my god, this episode's amazing. So. I stopped work and I just went to watch it. <laughs> well, I, I just worked a bit later, but yeah, I was just like, my mouth was a, a, a uh, I couldn't believe what was happening. Well, it's honestly, so every episode of that series has had that effect on me. So I love it. It's been renewed for two more seasons, which yeah. I'm very excited about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like every episode of that show at some point in time, I was like, 
what yeah it's been great is going on this is amazing <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i i'd even say it it does uh like the boys does that for me a little bit not every episode but i think this does it be- like in cartoon form it's easier to do mm-hmm. to show how evil a superhero can be and what and the damage they can wreak on a person yeah you see you see in the boys a little bit but because it's live action and i guess budget constraints they can't do it i think as well as a cartoon all right. Maybe back to Golden Child. <laughs> yes, back to Golden Child. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. We keep getting distracted. Um, I think we keep getting distracted because of after all of the yelling about Godzilla, we're just like, we need to cleanse a little bit. I'm just, I'm just tired now. I'm just so tired. Um, but that's the thing about this movie. It's just like, it's despite it having like some dark parts to it, mm-hmm. it's a little bit lighter. It's a bit yep. more fun. It's 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 crazy in a good way, not in a bad way. Mm-hmm. So you kind of don't mind watching it. Yeah, if you, yeah. I, if you haven't seen it, watch it. it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think it's it's a typical like it's a very typical like eighties. Yeah, thing. a lot of eighties tropes in it. <laughs> yeah, you know, from the music to the attitude to. He's got a very weird outfit. Like, I don't understand. It's like a shirt over, like, under a sweater, under a leather jacket, a pop <laughs> collar. Like, I and don't, aren't I they don't in L.A.? Like, that would be hot as hell. They're in L.A., yeah. yeah. That's... I mean, so it, L.A. Things. does get cold, but not, like, not, like, Canada cold. We need three or four layers. Yeah, five. but but you have to admit, people who are used to warm weather, they're like, oh, it's 20 degrees. I need three sweaters right now. It's freezing. Yeah. Yeah, they do get that way. I will admit. It's like when I've been in San Francisco. Um, that's one of my favorite U.S. cities, and <clears throat> I'll be walking around without a coat, and then I, I look at the, the locals, and they all have coats on because they they think ten degrees, whatever it is in U.S. Uh, Fahrenheit, <laughs> mm-hmm. is uh they think that's cold. Ten, fifteen, this is great. This, this is not a coat weather. I mean, uh, for me, for me, I got I got some extra padding. <laughs> fifteen, you need like a hoodie. Ah, you 15, know. I can do. I can. Well, for me, I can do t-shirt. Oh, you're one of those people. Yeah. Of, yeah. As soon as it hit like four degrees, I was like at, at the grocery store, and some dude walks in in shorts, a tank top, and flip flops. I was like, yeah. no, it's not time for that yet. No. Our no. condo is currently at 17 degrees. Like, like it. Alicia <laughs> likes it cold. It's God. <laughs> we start having people long. over again. We're have to get used to like. Hey, we got to put it to 20 for like three hours. <laughs> four hours top. <laughs> No, if you put it at 17, if you have more than like three people there, it's going to warm back up. You'll be fine. That's true, that's true. So there, there is a question I do have. Go on. Which is kind of earlier in the movie. I know okay. we've we technically gone past this, but we're going to go back a little bit. So there's a part where... Um, uh, what's, what's, what's... I don't know what... Um, Eddie Murphy's character's name is uh, Chandler Jarrell. <laughs> what kind of fucking name is that? Is he, a, is he on Friends? Like I don't. I'm sorry, uh, Chandler is a very white person. <laughs> That's a rich white person's name. Only Ch- Chandler's own yachts and and don't let black people into the yacht clubs. Like, <laughs> like, why is Eddie Murphy's name Chandler? <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Oh my I, god, uh, that is that is like the worst name. 
Okay, maybe, Chad. <laughs> maybe that's why. Maybe that's why I can't remember because it's just so. Yeah, doesn't make sense that I'm like that can't be real. Yeah, I, I, I just have IMDb on the, on the monitor in front of me, and it's just it's just there. I'm like, his name was Chandler, really. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Anyways, um, but it's the part where he's first going to like the biker house, mm-hmm. and so he he's he's looking. So he parks far away. Yep. And he hops a fence. Uh, wait, he makes a, a Keenang stay in the car. Yes. <laughs> Don't you dare leave the his car. car. <laughs> yes. And he hops a fence, but it's like a family's backyard and they're barbecuing. Oh, like the gun. And, the gun okay, of the picnic. Yes. Yeah. So he's like, I'm not here to hurt anyone, but he pulls out the gun, which yeah. is hidden in his, his jacket. Mm-hmm. But he's like, I'm not here to pull anybody as yep. he pulls out the gun. And I'm he- just like, he half-ass points doing? it at the family, but then he's like, he's playing with it. But you just jumped into a neighbor's backyard. Sorry, sorry, yeah. someone's backyard. You don't know with a gun, and then they make it a joke where he just wants the hot dog. Or- yeah, but that's the funny thing. Like, he, there was no reason for him to pull out the gun. Yeah, the gun was tucked away in his jacket. Yeah, it was. It wasn't seen. It was away. But he pulls it out and he's like, I'm not going to hurt anybody. And then mm-hmm. makes a joke. Like he could have just not pulled out the gun and just been like, yep. oh, I'm, he I had no the, reason to. The barbecue smells good. I'm here for dinner. Ooh. Isn't it's a really awkward. I, I, I can't believe I didn't bring this up earlier. It's such an awkward, weird scene. It is. It did not need to be there. It makes him look like a dick. It also makes it look like he's there to murder that family. Yeah. And and that family being so passive is just really weird. I mean, to be honest, the mom is sitting there with the kids holding on for dear life to the, the dad children. is just like, wait, yeah. this isn't visual, but <laughs> he, he he's like, oh, don't hurt us. Like he doesn't say anything, yeah. but his hands are up and but it's a guy who randomly came in your backyard with a gun. So yeah. I would who... kind of step back to this is a hero of the movie. <laughs> this is a hero of the movie. So yeah. I was just I, like my question literally says, why does he pull out his gun? Yep. Yep. I, I wrote, don't know. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know. It's a very strange movie, Tracy. <laughs> it's a very strange movie. Also, he sleeps in his clothes all the time, which was frustrating to me as well. Yep. Every scene he comes home, like even his, his apartment in, in, um, in LA. Yep. He, there's two, no, there's three scenes in his apartment. He's in his clothes and he goes to sleep. And and I don't know, maybe it's just me, but the way he sleeps, he arches his back. I don't know what the angle would be, but but his back is always up in a weird angle. Like in his apartment, he's sleeping on his couch, but his head, the way he's he's angled his back, his head is not touching anything. Yeah, which and, is and, uncomfortable. And then yeah. when he sleeps in, in the Tibetan hotel, he puts a pillow up. So the bed has a, um, a stand behind it. We can put books and stuff. He angles his head so his his head is touching that. Do you remember it makes that? No sense. It makes no sense. It <laughs> like at that point in time, does he not know what like did Eddie Murphy not know what sleeping was? He doesn't know how to sleep. <laughs> I don't like. I don't know. Um, yeah. There's Very also the, the part on the plane where my note is: I'm so glad I was never on a plane that allowed smoking. Oh <gasps> yes, yes. So gross. It's so gross. Now, I, I was wondering, is this racist? Like, this is 1986, and they're flying to, they probably flew to China, and then from China. Now, could this be possible, or is this being racist? I, I, I wasn't sure. No, no, no. No, smoking on planes used to be a thing. 
Oh, yeah, oh, 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 for sure. Yes, yes, yes. But, but, but the the representation of like there's chickens on the plane and the stewardess is smoking as well. Yeah, yeah. I kind of had an issue with that because I also have a note. Also, why is it that if people are going anywhere besides classical Europe, which is like England and Spain and, and France mm. countries on a plane, it is full of foolishness. Yeah, yeah. So, so I was like, this is probably being very racist. <laughs> yes, yes. That part seemed very racist. Um, even going through like the customs when they're coming back and he like stops the art thief. <gasps> oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. and, and Also a it... very weird situation. Yeah. Um, yeah. The... They all believed he was an FBI agent. <laughs> Apparently like I like. Yes, they are officials in a different country, but that doesn't mm-hmm. mean they're backwards. It doesn't mean they're going to be like, I need to see your documentation before mm-hmm. I let you take a weapon on a plane. Thank you. <laughs> like, what? That was, an, that was another uh, scene where I, I, it reminded me of actual Foley in Beverly Hills Cop. Yes. Yeah, like, like him trying to, like, you know, he's surrounded by, well, not, not bad guys, but, and he's t- talking his way out of a situation. <laughs> Yeah, I find Eddie Murphy tends to do that a lot in his movies, whether he's mm-hmm. a cop or not. It's yeah. just it's just something he likes to do, apparently. And I like I actually so I I, I like that scene, <laughs> and I and I like when he does it. It's it's fun to me. This well, was not the best done I've seen. Like he's done it way better in other movies. Oh yes, mm-hmm. way better. But yeah, yeah, but I think this is like one of his, his earliest things. No, is it really? I think so. Well, um. I remember well, when the he, when the opening credits started. Um, it said Eddie Murphy Productions, so he he was this was he was already in, in, like making movies and getting money off the back end and stuff, which is good for him. Yeah, like he would have already done SNL and stuff. Yes, yeah. Oh, oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, and then, uh, what would he have done before that? Um, oh no, his first one was Forty Eight Hours. Oh, of course, of course. Oh, that Which, was eighty-two. Uh, they're all on Amazon Prime. I, I think because they're coming to America too. They added they, they added so many of his movies. Oh, uh, to to Amazon. To Amazon, I don't I don't know I don't know maybe they bought something like like bought his production company or have a deal with it. But all his like like uh, I watched this on Amazon Prime, uh, Golden Child. Uh, mm-hmm. It's crazy how many Eddie Murphy movies are now on my list. To watch, yeah. <laughs> but the funny thing is, it, it could have been there before, and you just didn't know it. But now that you've watched two of his movies, it's like pulling them forward. Uh, no, I I always check the recently added section once a week. Uh, I I always okay. I don't want to miss it because Amazon's really bad about telling me what I like. Ah, oh, okay. Oh, just to note, he actually Beverly Hills Cop did come out before this movie. Okay. So, so, so th- yeah. this is the height. Of the, he's at the height of his career. Mm. Yeah. Like, oh, sorry. Sorry. Movie career, yeah, because Beverly Hills Cop was when he like blew up, right? Uh, I thought SNL was in his stand-up specials. I think he would have done I, SNL I be before this. this, no? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely before this. Um, because back in the day, you didn't do movies, then go back to SNL. Not that anyone really does now, but yeah, but they host. Like they host. he's hosted SNL a couple of times. He hasn't hosted in a long time. He came back for the twenty fifty year reunion, whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. So his last uh, thing was 1984 was when he left SNL. Mm -hmm. So while two years later, 
Yeah. So while on SNL, he did 48 hours trading places. Um, best defense. I have no idea what that is. Uh, me either. And that same year he left, he did Beverly Hills Cop. So, again, this was two years later, which is weird because Beverly Hills Cop is a much better movie than this movie. Like, like story wise, like continuity wise within like the movie. Yeah. Because this seems it's very choppy. Yeah. The Uh, funny thing is, I remember Beverly Hills Cop 3 the most. That's the one I've seen the most. Yeah. uh, Because like for you, Golden Child on TV, that was on uh, TV a lot when I was growing up. Well, I think... I've seen one and two, but I don't remember them as well. So I, I, I want to rewatch them. I think Beverly Hills Cop 3 is... Oh, no, it is R-rated. I For some reason, I thought it was a lower rating than the others. Is it that, 4? That may have been why. Oh, oh, you might be thinking Lethal Weapon 4, where Chris Chris uh, Chris Rock came out, and, 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 and that one was PG-13. Oh, maybe that's what I'm thinking I, I, of. Okay. Just, I'm just trying to think of action buddy cop movies no it's like i mean it's totally possible because like all of those movies came out around the same time like yeah. the beverly hills cop and the the lethal weapons and, and all those i say all those i said two things like what's... well no but it was a genre the 80s buddy cop genre or cop genre action movies mm-hmm. tango and cash um all right there's more and i can't think of but but yeah, the, the, it was it's definitely a genre. Oh no, it, it's definitely a or, genre, or a subgenre yeah. of action. But like like I think of the '80s and I think of like buddy cop movies. Mm. But then when I think of buddy cop movies, I only think of two movies, two series. Mm. Um, but there's probably so many crappy ones we can't think of off the top of our head. Yeah, no. like I mean, does Turner and Hooch count as a buddy cop movie? I know it's a dog I, I, and a yeah, person, yeah. Does it count? Yeah, let's 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 uh, change up the formula and add a dog. <laughs> <laughs> um, I recently um, watched a movie uh, called. Um, this is it's, it's for how did this get made? It's a bad movie podcast. I watched this movie. Mm-hmm. It's called a uh, uh, shit. Norm the normie or something. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying it properly, but it's a cop teams up with a with a, with a gnome. Oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, it's called a gnome named Norm. A gnome and, named Norm. Okay. Yes, and and so it's a cop teams up with a, a gnome who digs itself out of the center of the earth, and they got to find a. They're trying to find a diamond that was stolen. I'm just going to tell you this right now. I'm not making this up. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this right now. There is a movie out there where Whoopi Goldberg is a cop and she. <gasps> Is with a T uh, Rex. Theodore Rex. I've seen that movie. <laughs> oh, have I seen that movie? <laughs> See, there's so many buddy cop movies. <laughs> there's so many buddy cop movies. There's so many out there. Well, yep. technically, Jumping Jack Flash is a buddy cop movie because because the guy is an agent on her computer and they talk textually. Um, and I think I've seen Jumping Jack Fla- Jumping Jack Flash. Am I thinking? Am I thinking of the right movie? I'm pretty sure I'm thinking of the right movie. Because she works in like a banker something. Okay. And somebody. Why is this not coming up? No, I'm thinking of the. Uh, now I gotta Google Whoopi. <laughs> but have you seen the- Theodore Rex? Yes, I have seen Theodore Rex. That's I've only hilarious. seen it once, and it was it was around the time it came out. It's been mm. a long time. Yes. Yeah, I watched it a couple um, years ago, and it's so funny. She was contractually obligated to do it. She did not want to be there. You can tell. 
the dinosaur, her dinosaur partner is, looks awful. <laughs> it is. It's jumping with an apostrophe. So it didn't come out. Okay. Yeah. So she is. Okay. So it is jumping down class. She's a computer whiz. Um, and she works at a, at a terminal in a bank. And then she gets a strange message. Okay. And um, it turns out that um, he's like some sort of agent and she's going to help him. And so she does help him. And at the end, they meet each other. And they're just like, you saved me. It's it's all very cheesy. Yeah, I don't know this. So that that is that considered buddy cop? Uh, I don't think so. Are either one of them, them a cop? <laughs> no, he's he's some sort of like FBI agent or something. Oh, okay, okay. Because like he's like undercover or mm. whatever. I don't know. Um, but that came out in 1986, the same year as this. Woo, go, segue. Segue. <laughs> Apparently, 1986 was a popping year for some interesting things. For some strange, strange movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, do I have any more notes about this movie? I uh, like the dancing Pepsi can. That was all like practical. Oh. Yeah, and and I was like, is this this is the first is, is this the first instance of product placement? I doubt, I doubt it, but <laughs> yeah, but that's that's some proper product placement, I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. But I did like the dancing can and the, yeah. the putting on the Ritz music. Uh, like I said earlier, I took a gummy during, the, and I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I watched this. When I watched that scene. <laughs> the kid is magical; he can do whatever he wants. So, remember? so this is how he charms the monster guard, mm-hmm. <laughs> who becomes so- his friend. Well, it was all about trying to get him like closer or something. Yep. So yeah, so we can touch him. him. Out, so, right? touch him. so later, when that works, you know, he he ends up getting saved by the guy. Yep. So that's good. Let's see. Do you have any more notes? No, I think I've said all I can say about the Golden Child. <laughs> <laughs> I I did enjoy the movie, and I I thank you for yet again showing me a movie that I now love. <laughs> I'm glad you liked it because. Because I hated the first one, and I was just like, oh, no, what did I get Sean into? And then I watched the second one. I'm like, it's weird, but it's enjoyable. He's going to hey, be fine. I'll be here whenever you have a shitty movie or you think it's a shitty movie. I'll jump on that grenade for you. Okay. As you know, I love bad movies. <laughs> I know. That's why I was like, this is a perfect episode for Sean. Sean <laughs> yes, it was. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be fine. Because everybody else I know would murder me. You're like, what is wrong with you? Why did you make me watch this? And you'll yeah. be like, yes. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wait, are we going to talk about the demon flying around at the end? Uh, if you want. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was bad 80s effects. Was so bad. It looks so weird. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't understand why the thing's head was so big. <laughs> like its body and wings were relatively small compared to its head. Like it just didn't. It was a weird choice it. for the animators or, or special effects artists, or whatever you call them in 1986. Yeah. Well, I mean, they would be. Uh, so it looked like a practical thing. So puppeteers, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, like they green screen the crap of it and put it in the scene. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, that thing was odd and. It- the design didn't seem to fit into the rest of the movie. So no, I was glad when it was killed and out of, out of the way. <laughs> mm. Just like, yeah. A- and you know, his girlfriend was brought back to life. Hey. Mm. Hey. Yes. Uh, Save so, the so day. Why not Sungy? Uh, Q 
Keenang. <laughs> Keenang. There you go. Yeah. And the kid was all cute at the end. He put on a baseball cap and they literally walked into the sunset. So and now they're a family. <laughs> Is that the final scene of the movie? At a park? Yeah. Or? Well, no. Like they were saying that he's there. His flight is in a week, so he's got a week. Mm-hmm. But apparently, those two are getting married because he asked the father. I don't think he knew that was the father, but you know, asked advice about getting married, and he told her that getting married is fine because you love him. <laughs> oh, oh, like, oh, yeah, that happened earlier. I, 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 I like the father. He, he was funny. He's great. <laughs> he's great. Yeah. Like I said. Him as Egg Chen in Big Trouble, great. I love him. Anytime I see him, I'm like, you're cool. Yeah, I didn't recognize him from uh, Big Trouble. He's the dude. I know, I know. I don't know why it didn't click. Oh my god, that clicked so quickly. I was James Hong, like, <gasps> it, 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 like immediately, I'm like, oh, that, that's the actor from this movie and this movie and this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I no, was, I, I was introduced to him as the ancient in Kung Fu: The Legend Continues. Ooh. And even I even, watched that. I didn't don't remember him as that. He was the ancient, yes. And Damn. even back then, he was ancient, and that was like thirty five years ago. Yeah. So I don't, I don't. I want him to keep living forever. I want his credits to get over six hundred on IMDb. Yes. A thousand is <laughs> pushing it, but but six hundred he can do. I think he could do six hundred. One hundred fifty more to go. <laughs> it's just voice work. He can do it. He can do it. You know. Yeah. I think he can make it. That'd be amazing. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's all of that's all of my notes. So we're ending on James Hong being awesome. I'm fine with that. James Hong is awesome. What yeah. what we can't go wrong with that. Uh, we we do doth our cap to you, good sir. <laughs> doth my 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 cap is is dust. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing anymore. He's a gentleman and a scholar. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we have not been drinking, and this is not been a five-hour podcast oh no this is fully sober oh. and i cut nothing from this what's editing what what <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> i apologize okay so so final thoughts on godzilla and the golden child okay um i want to thank you for watching uh not making but 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 having me watch both of these movies for the podcast um I never seen Golden Child, and I really enjoyed it. And now I I can talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad you got to make me watch rewatch Godzilla, because <laughs> it was it, no sorry. It was great the first forty minutes or so. I, I was actually really happy. I was really into it. But the last hour and fifty minutes of it, whatever it is, <laughs> oh so but, much. But. You refresh my memory, and now I can. Whenever I talk about this movie, I I have new ammo and and like you know new things to talk about how mm. shitty this movie is. Yes, my notes yeah. to people: don't watch Godzilla from 1998 again. It's a waste no. of your time. Don't. Yeah. You will get joy out of watching The Golden Child. However, even yes. though it's a little spastic and it's a little 100%, 100% crazy, agree. you'll get some joy out of it. Go right <laughs> ahead. Yes, I I agree with you. Yep. Yeah. As a newbie, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Great. I'm, I'm glad it's not like just nostalgia that may be like, it's okay. It'll be, it's yeah. weird, but it's fine. It's not just nostalgia. It's so nice when you watch a movie that you love from like your childhood and it's like, this is still pretty good. Yes. I wasn't just being a dumb kid and like this. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. every once in a while I watch like a, a older movie and I'm just like, oh, they're going to say something racist or they're going to say something inappropriate or like it's going to be like the worst thing you ever watch. And it's always mm. the greatest when I watch it. I'm like, oh. <gasps> It's not horrible. Uh, for me, it was Sword in the Stone, the Disney movie. I watched that recently. Like, maybe not recently. Sorry. 
when, when I talk about COVID, I think recently, but could have been like July last year. <laughs> Everything's going out of whack. That counts. But, but it, was, it was on Disney Plus. I'm like, oh, I love this movie as a kid. And some parts of it held up. But then there was a horny squirrel trying to screw the main character who's been turned into a squirrel. And they gave um, the squirrel lady boobs. I'm like, I watched this as a kid? What the that hell? That makes me uncomfortable. It was All of so, that makes me uncomfortable. It was so strange. Anyways, I, that's one where it did not hold up again as, a, as an adult. I had adult <laughs> eyes watching this. I'm like, I, I would watch this when I was seven and eight. Why? <laughs> mm-hmm. Every single day. Like, I watched it probably every day. Anyways. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of questionable things out there, but we <sighs> we're functioning adults? Mm-hmm. Question mark? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's leave it at that then. Yeah. Uh also, James Hong's awesome. Woo! Uh we're going to end on that. James Hong's awesome. Yep. Done. Uh thank you so much Sean for coming on to do this episode. This was a hoot. Thank you. Yeah. it's always a pleasure to have you on yay um but next time i'll i'll pick more bad movies for you to come on no I know, good movies I know. for you i know that's <laughs> what i'm here for <laughs> well wait sorry you had me for the abyss that movie's awesome <laughs> that is a good movie actually I, even the 10. even the director's cut that had some weird stuff in it Ugh, didn't like the director's cut but 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 without you i, w- I wouldn't have seen it so thank yeah. you that's You're my first time wh- seeing the director's See, cut. this is what I'm here for. Opening your eyes to yes. different things and experiences. <laughs> it's all very exciting. <laughs> uh, well, that's it for this episode of Off My Shelf. Until next time, you can follow along on Instagram and Twitter at oh my Shelf, Or you can send an email to ohmyshelf at gmail.com. On the next episode, we'll be talking about the films Gross Point Blank and Hackers. Hope you'll be here to listen.